The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. $5,000. Good morning. <laughs> I just pictured it in my head. Good morning, everybody. How are you? It is uh, the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's the very angry and evil Brady Bogart. We're trying to create a character. Uh, there's Brett Fessley. Big Dick Toledo's out here somewhere. It is Tuesday morning. It's a glorious day so far. And uh, it's game two tonight. Uh, Suns basketball. City. The city awaits the second game. The must-win game two. Sure must-win. They've created their own nightmare. A must-win game two scenario, which is always bad for a team with home court advantage to have a must-win at home in the second game. Now, everybody's like, must-win. Oh, They could lose, but you do not want to go into a series down 0-2 and realize, okay, we have to go 4-1 and now to get out of this thing. You want to at least leave here 1-1, one and one and you've done some of your job. The Clippers already won this first match. They're leaving here 1-1 one, one at the very worst. If they, if they steal tonight, this is bad. Best of seven, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's not good. But we'll see how they come out tonight. they got to come out with a little fire. I imagine that they will come out and be a, uh, a team that shows you what they're made of, and that's good or bad tonight. Uh, the good thing is the fans now have ammunition. Because uh, that fight that was under the stands with Russell Westbrook has been revealed what the man said to him to set Russell Westbrook off to, again, and nobody in the sports world is talking about this part, grip his penis at an unreasonable uh, like strength. Russell Westbrook, if you haven't seen the video, uh, he grips it so hard and then starts yelling at the fan. I don't know. When this trend started, I watch a lot of old like uh, movies and stuff, and it never happened in Greece. Like you know, when the greasers and the T birds were ready to go, Zuko didn't yeah. jump in there grabbing his crank. Yeah, Travolta's like, "Hey, you know what? You watch your mouth," and then he just squeezes his dick. At, but that tends, I think, that's a for some reason, and I'm not, you know, I don't want to sound like a bit. It seemed like a it came from the black culture, that, doesn't it? Like it came from the rap culture. I'll even say that because I don't think Luther Vandross ever did it either. I don't think Luther was like. What you looking at, bitch? Yeah, it was definitely more the hip-hop rap scene. Yeah, there was a lot of, you know, squeeze it hard. And, I mean, Russell's hanging on to that thing. And, again, Brady made the point yesterday that maybe it's maybe it's used as a weapon. I've seen Blacks.com as well. I don't want somebody, you know, wielding that thing and who's hitting guy, with it. Who's the guy in the locker room that came out swinging like a helicopter? Oh, that was Sam Cassell, the alien. And, uh, and I wish I wished the, the trend at that point was to grab your dick because when I saw Sam Cassell's uh, ceiling fan spinning, I mean, I, I've never felt like... It could hold her back, too, like a stress ball. Maybe you know, it is. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's, well, that could be. I never thought of that. Like a stress ball, if I, if I squeeze, it wasn't working. But it was revealed what the fans said. Now, I've been in these little VIP things underneath. the. the, the I, 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 basically, I steal my way into those every game. I've got 
That's a anyway, got a system. I got a system, and I'm in there all the time on an illegal basis. But we're you know we're enjoying the food. I've even had the nerve to complain a few times that it's too crowded. It's I've, I've told some people like, look, we need wow. to. I have. I, wow. I, I, I'm not going to lie, and I'm not supposed. But anyway, I go down there guy. all the time, and I'm like, come on. <laughs> now, in honesty, the side that he was on. Actually, that was uh, the healer. That is the side. I never. I was going to say the other side. I've never been illegitimate on one side. I'm always, I'm always scamming. Anywho, that's not here nor there. Uh, but the guy, uh, the fans uh, will be just amongst the the players, and then they walk through. It's a shortcut to the locker room, and it's r- really odd. Occasionally, when the coaches of the uh, opposing team don't take the traditional route to the locker room, they walk them through the VIP. They walk them right through the fans' little uh, staging, and, and it's weird because then all of a sudden there's just. You know, the giants of the game are walking through, and you're like, oh, my God. They're like, I'm just eating some shrimp, and there's Joel Embiid. And the Sixers always go through that route. The Kings did it, too. So it was, it's not rare for the players and fans to be in that spot. The fan sitting on the couch sees Russell go by. Now, you're in a, a hostile territory, and he does the traditional chant that Russell doesn't like, evidently, and gives him a West Brick. Now, nice. Russell's shooting is not good. It's one. It's one of the knocks on his they game. Talked about it during yeah, the game. He, he's not a good shooter. One of the reasons Russell Westbrook gets all the rebounds and pisses you off is because nobody's guarding him. You don't have to. The dude runs free on the court all the time. There's a, there's a, he's hustle. There's no question. He's all about hustle. He went on TV the other day and said, "I'm one of the best rebounders in the game. I'm one of the best at my position to offensive rebounders." Like, yeah, because. Because you're always the guy that has his defender leave for the double team. We're not worried about you shooting the ball. You were three for 19, for God's sakes. You're Westbrook. So, the fans have been given ammunition. It gets under his skin to the point where he'll have one hand grabbing his dick so hard he won't be able to even get a rebound if we all chant Westbrook, even in our homes. Westbrook! Westbrook! Like Daryl. Daryl Strawberry's yeah, yeah. getting it. And tears would roll down his face. Westbrook is what we do tonight. That is our job. As fans throughout the city, it would be awesome to have a microphone on the city at about, you know, 740 and just hear the whole town. Westbrook. It would be amazing from, you know, as Vince Murata says, from the 101 to the 303, all the way through just a whole city chanting Westbrook. Because what it does is makes him tingle in his genitals, evidently, and he has to squeeze that. I don't understand that move. I've never once thought I'm so mad. I'm just going to squeeze my dick. I have been so frustrated during uh, video games that I've had to pause and go take care of something. I've had to tug it out to just stress relief. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I break PlayStation controllers. I don't, I don't grab my junk. That's so I don't. Oh, okay. I learned that there is a way, like when John Madden football in the mid and late 90s was known to be the cheapest game on the planet, and I'm, still, I'm frustrated talking about it. There he goes. I would, uh, I would often get aroused out of anger. And uh, have to go release. My body would say, "There's one way out of this." There, it's you know when you have those little uh, steam things that you got to you got to let go, or it's going to be an explosion in an engine. <laughs> yeah, it's that. So I would go in the bath. I'd come back aces. like an instapot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, uh oh, well, we better release a little. The release valve is gets getting a little overheated. Come back, grab the controllers, and so what? The Giants didn't get that interception. So what? The game uh, somehow or another awarded seven points to the Buccaneers on a interception. That they didn't get. So what? I've just gone to the bathroom and taken care of business. All the Madden video games were... I would get frustrated to the point of arousal, which is probably a trend that most rapists understand. (laughs) Because I don't understand it. But never once did I just start squeezing. 
Russell Westbrook gets mad at a man and wants to fight him, and he squeezes. So that's when you know you've got him. So tonight, look for Russell Westbrook to fondle his genitals in a somewhat violent fashion, and that means we're getting under his skin. That's a thing. I don't understand that at all. I don't get being angry and grabbing your junk. Maybe it's just a testosterone thing. Maybe it's a man thing. I don't even see it in the wild. I don't see, you know, like uh, giant, uh, you know, primates of some type when they fight that they grab their dicks. I've seen, you know, like a lot of National Geographic stuff. I've never once seen an animal grab its dick to fight a man or another of the male. They should have one of their promos where a fan goes out there and, you know, shoots something and it's just throwing those cardboard bricks. (laughs) Oh, the Westbrook challenge. Oh, oh. oh. See, this is why this whole show needs to be in the promotions department. In-game ops, did you just hear that genius idea right there? The Russell Westbrook challenge where people go out and shoot literal foam bricks from three-point range and and they get a Russell jersey and everything. (laughs) Uh, Brilliant. (laughs) Well, the crowd chants, Westbrook, during a timeout. All you have to do is get one in. From outside, it can't be a, you know, it's got to just be a, it can't be a layup. It has to be a shot. That's great. A Westbrook challenge. Genius. <coughs> oh, that's brilliant. But, uh, yeah, his, so we got that, uh, got that job to do right there. And, yeah, I think it's, I think it is from rap videos where people think that, I watch a lot of OP Live, too. And it seems like when uh, people get mad at the police now. And it's now it's permeated into, you know, the hillbilly culture as well. White kids do it. They're, they grab their dicks. And I don't know why that is. I've never, ever, I, I want both hands to be available to me. I don't want to be masturbating and fighting. That's hard to do. But Challenge accepted. Yeah, I mean, you know what? You're right. You and I, let's, uh, let's go. Let's go down the hall real quick and see. Well, I got gloves in the car. We'll both, I, I, got, I got rights and left, so we'll, we'll be fine. And we'll grab our dicks and, and please ourselves while we try to pummel the other man. I've often said this, too, and I told this to uh, one of the nine or ten times I met Eddie Johnson, and he won't remember this conversation because he always introduces him to, how you doing, sport? I'm like, hi, Eddie, it's John again. Anyway, It's a great thing that uh, basketball players aren't fighters, boxers, UFC, whatever, because they're the weakest individuals in the world. If Russell Westbrook, I would stand up to Russell Westbrook, as intimidating as he may be. I have absolutely no problem fighting him. I've seen what's knocked him down on a basketball court, and it is feather light. And it also leaves them reeling. Like, boxers get knocked down, there's a 10 count. And you're like, wow, that must have been a hell of a shot. And you usually see it, like the guy's eyes are dizzy and whatever, and he's still trying to get up. A basketball player gets scraped across the face, and it's like a 12-minute delay in the game while he like lays on the ground. Like, these are not Of all the years guys. of the NBA, I think there's only been two punches that have landed. Oh, well, and one was Ron Artest the in, the, in the crowd punching yep. a guy. Yeah, well, there's been the Rudy Tomjanovich punch yeah. was pretty memorable, and that was a sucker punch. But Minute Bowl, that's threw the one, one I'm thinking of. But I yeah. can't think of uh, there aren't many other than quality uh, basketball fights. I remember they did an NBC Sports used to carry basketball, and the tough guys of the uh, the, of the Sixers were playing the tough guys of the Pistons, and I forget who it was. It might have been Rick Mahorn had said, "You know, you grow up on the streets." You learn to fight. So if they want to bully, we'll bully. And that particular game, there was a fight. And I swear to God, women in parking lots in Compton are more are tighter fighters than what I was watching. This crazy <laughs> straight arm body swing. Yeah. Like when your sister used to fight and just her arms were coming at you like crazy. I've never seen a good fighter in a basketball game, ever. I, I, basketball players are as weak as soccer players when it comes to getting bumped 
and writhing in agony. In fact, it happened last night. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis and Draymond Green. Uh, DeMontis goes down. Sabonis goes down. He's down. And Draymond, and he grabs Draymond's leg. And I'm not a fan of Draymond Green's behavior because it's, you know, smoke fire. It always seems to end up around Draymond that there's trouble. And there's a reason why Chappelle has the answer. It's because he's got the greatest name in the history of black people. Because, you know, immediately this dude's badass. (laughs) Draymond Green, he is going to hurt you. And uh, so Draymond's foot ends up on Sabonis' chest. And he tries to pull. And Sabonis is holding his leg. And then Draymond (laughs) just steps on him and launches himself off. And... I'm like, all right, well, you know, you were asking for it. You hung on to this dude's foot, and he stomped you. He, he stomp- Sabonis was on the ground for like 18 minutes. He goes to the hospital. Like, you're x-raying his ribs, you know. It's like when you punched a kid in school that was like, my ribs are all broken. I'm never going to be. You're fine. Just, you know, here's a cold washcloth. You're going to be all right. He, you know, we're very worried about him. And Draymond gets kicked out. And I'm like, these guys are pussies. I mean, football players get stepped on, banged into your body is capable of taking a step. Now, maybe if it comes back, he broke ribs. I didn't see it. But it is just, look, if Russell Westbrook, what I'm saying is if Russell Westbrook stands up to you tonight, just fight him. All you got to do is just kind of take four fingers and scrape them across his face. It knocks every basketball player down for at least 25 seconds. And they just hold their eye in agony. It's agony, agonizing. I've been touched in the face. Here, let me grab my dick real quick and hold my eye and roll around. It's the weirdest thing. So, Westbrick is the chant. All of us, at the game or not at the game. Westbrick. He hates it. He hated it in L.A. He hated it before L.A., but it really took took flight in L.A. And if the whole crowd, like we did with uh, Antetokounmpo a couple years ago in his free throws, when the whole crowd was counting because he takes forever to shoot a free throw. Westbrick, as a group. I'll be there tonight leading the charge. Hope the crowd gets in, but you guys do it at home, and the whole city will chant it, and it'll help out. Trust me. You're in that VIP area, and he goes walking through. West brick him to death. Get your, Throw cardboard, him. Get your cardboard yeah. brick and say, will you sign this? Sign this. Oh, if we could just bring bricks to the bit. Another thing to do, get your Russell Westbrick autograph. Try to, oh, and Doug Hopkins sits right behind the Clippers bench. And I told him, I said, you West brick them to death tonight. They're right there. You do that all night. Doug's been in fights with Mark Cuban. He's been in arguments with everything. In fact, the fun thing was... Player you know, wives. Remember that uh, the big, fat, drunk guy I told you about that runs up and down the stairs? That's the game within the game that yeah, my friend that Mark can, and I... Uh, oh, yeah. Seriously down... Oh, it's 7, 8, 30 I met him, finally, the other night. Because uh, I'm watching the game. There were two seats next to Doug Hopkins empty. And Doug started to fight with the Clippers bench because a couple of them wouldn't sit down. And they're like, they talk back because they don't like anybody talking... Like, they're very fragile, this Clipper uh, psyche. And so Doug's like, these guys are pussies. Like, we're cheering for our team. They look like, you guys are jerks. Like, wow, you're you're in the, I don't know, all right, whatever. So the two empty seats next to Doug, uh, now they're, and Doug's dad was with him. So it was like, Doug's dad is, you know, not popping up and down out of the seat real fast. So it was kind of a pain in the ass. I wonder who that was. Couldn't see the game. I personally hate Doug's seats. They're nearly up front. You sit behind the bench. He always says, you're up in the nosebleeds. I'm, I'm 12 rows behind him. I can see the game, and never once do I have this problem. So Doug and I have this debate all the time. So the guy running that little section says, hang on a second. I'll get the most annoying guy in the arena. Runs up and grabs my fat beer guy and plops him next to Hopkins. 
And Hopkins comes to me later and goes, I don't know what's worse, the Clippers or this guy. I'm like, oh, that guy, by far, trust me, I've watched this guy for three years. He's insane. Stood up the entire time, swilling and spilling and barking and yelling. The whole It was great. So everybody knows my big fat beer guy that I've been watching as the arena's most obnoxious fan. I think it's great. West Brick, all night long. Should be great. But if you are confronted by an NBA player, just know, you know, this is a little tactical black uh, tutorial. When the guy grabs his dick, he's got no defense on that side. That, that arm's down. So you want to come in with hooks on that end. You know, you want to come in with straights on the hand that is currently masturbating. That's the side you want to attack. His other hand's probably pretty quick. You only have one to worry about. It's like fighting a one-armed man. And uh, you really want to just go after that side that's wide open. It's bad defense to grab your dick in a fight. Just bad defense. It always it's hands built-in risk control. Yeah. Eyes up, hands up. That's a that's a boxing thing. Keep your hands up at all times. Defend yourself at all times. If you grab your dick at all, and I've never seen Floyd Mayweather do it, where his glove just goes down and he starts jerking off and fighting you with one hand. It, it's a disadvantage by, uh, by a long shot. <laughs> Tends to be a very uh, like street thing. It's a tough guy move, and I don't understand it, especially in basketball, where I think most every basketball player kind of a pussy. They talk a big game, but man, when they get they just fall down. Like, oh, my God. He's, I think he's dead. Soccer players are tougher than basketball players. Because most of the time, at least they got a shin-to-shin thing, which everybody knows hurts for about 25 seconds. You can't help but roll around. They flop and fake it. Basketball players just get hurt. I've seen a guy walk to the locker room after being touched in the face once. I'm like, you picked the right sport because boxing? I've never once watched a boxer get touched like jabbed and then just crumble like a house of cards start crying and then be walked to a hospital he needs to go see the trainers his face was touched this is look at him he's grabbing his dick clearly he's angry did lamb start all this the dick grabbing no no the whole the whole <laughs> blow on him and they basically fall over type uh thing. you know he's, no. like, he's got to be one of the ogs he was a flop artist but that dude delivered some shots. yeah yeah he was yeah I'll he say was dropping guys. More. Nothing about those late '80s, early '90s Pistons were. That's a group. I'm pretty much thinking they fight to the death. Kind of that guys. was hard hitting. But their skills in fighting were not. You know, I grew up on the streets. I've I've seen it all. I had to fight to survive. And I'm like, that's how you fight to survive in Bedford Stuyvesant. It looks. This is not a tight outfit. This is just a guy flailing around. And yeah, you're long, so you got some reach. But Jesus. He's not a, you're not a good fighter at all. I don't know how you made it out of the streets. Who did you beat up in the streets? Women? Because it's just, this is girl fight. And for some reason, it felt like the ref would let them get away with a little more well, during the game. They had a reputation. That's an NBA thing. Yep. You come in with, the Suns have a soft reputation. They, they, but the flopping that he used oh. to do, though, was just ridiculous. And, and it's always... You walk by him and he fall. I always laugh when I see a 7-foot, 290-pound man get bumped into in the chest and his butt, and he he's... He's thrown against gravity 10 feet in the air backwards and lands on his back. Now, if you've ever tried it, it's a skill. Break falls are skills. To, to flop your body down and break yourself is something you got to practice. Nobody did it like the Pistons in the 90s. They invented the throw your giant body down if a... And slide seven uh, feet. Yeah, I watched, I watched campaign bounce off of Joel Embiid once. And I mean, you could throw campaign out of a cannonball into Joel Embiid, and he might take a couple steps back. That's if he's at 100 miles an hour of campaign being shot out of a cannon. He driving, throws his shoulder into Joel Embiid, and I watch this tree go down, and I'm like, all right. You, have no, you cannot 
mean mug ever again if campaign knocked you down. I want to see if I want to see a basketball player just take that shot and and I take pride in blowing up campaign for even having the nerve to to bump into me. You're a nerf ball. You're well, going the other way. But instead, it's Lambier taking the charge on Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, yeah. Muggsy. Muggsy <laughs> well, that's the same thing. Yeah. Muggsy bumps into it. Oh, 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 oh. He's, uh, suddenly he's on ice. Basketball players aren't tough. Period. They just they look mean. And again, when you're grabbing your dick, it's intimidating. And somebody's going to jerk off on me. Is this what's happening? But Westbrook, that's tonight's thing. I'm all amped up. Tonight's big game. Very excited. Got to win it. Got to win it. And Monty Williams is catching a lot of national uh, national heat for uh, his coaching skills the other night. They were bad. And he at least he admitted it. But there was, like you know, we were saying, no rotation, no. No clear cut. Why are we going to Landry Shamit for twenty four minutes? Answers. There's no reason for it. We'll find out tonight. But that crap. Not just when he has the ball. Just when he's out on the floor. West brick him all night long. All night. I got an email from a lady who said, "Like maybe you can get him involved in this." She said, "My new boyfriend is great, uh, really going well. But I just recently found out how little he's into sports. I thought it could be a little bit, but he is not at all into sports." I want to make him love it. My family is huge college and pro sports nuts. I grew up with that atmosphere. Uh, I've never been with a man who doesn't like sports. Um, Suns games are really annoying because he comes over and he wants to be part of it, but he just sits there and stares at his phone playing Candy Crush. (laughs) Is there something wrong, John, with a man who doesn't like sports? Yes. Is there any hope I can make him like it? It's getting in the way of a really good potential relationship. Brett answered your question. I'm sorry. 100%. You're going to have to move on. Yeah. Date a man. <laughs> it's simple. Probably it's simple Bud Light, too, doesn't he? What uh, colors is, does he wear a purple or orange dress to the Suns matches? It is a, uh, if you're a sports girl, no change, changing a guy to a sports person is not going to happen. If you're a sports guy, a girl who doesn't like sports will usually just kind of glom on to, you know, they, they they just want to be part. They of can do what they yeah. want to do over yeah. there. They they show up and you know their last boyfriend was a Bronco fan. Their current boyfriend is a Charger fan, and they'll just switch allegiances. They got no sports loyalty, and sometimes they do, and it gets in the way because my last boyfriend was a Bronco fan, and the guys are why why I still love him. Like, we see that as love. We see it as like because <laughs> it is. It is because it is true passion and true love. You don't understand, ladies, what true love actually is, and it's not you. It isn't at all. We only feel true, passionate, psychologically proven love for our sports teams. Like that is a man's. You can't take that from us. You just can't. You want loyalty from us, top but to bottom. But this dude has none of the above. Here's the thing. Look, ask any psychiatrist. A man has to fight temptations, troubles to stay straight and narrow in a relationship. Never is he tempted to switch teams. <laughs> Never. So we have it in us, and I think that's why women see it. We never look at other teams and go, I wonder what they're doing. That's a hot team. We don't do it. We just don't. That's our true passion. And so a man without that seems to be missing passion. Maybe he's, maybe he's smarter than all of us, but I don't see it. So, yes, I don't think a woman who loves sports and a family from sports can date a sportsless guy. Because sports guys who don't like sports never come around 
sportsless women end up showing up to the games and they like being part of the thing. And usually they kind of wear the jersey and they look cute in it and they know that. And that's kind of the fun of it. I think it's acceptable. Like maybe he's not a big basketball fan, but he's a big football fan or baseball sure. fan or something. As long as he's yeah. got some kind of be, sports background. He's got to have a, yeah. It seems like a like a zero passion person, right? Who doesn't? And you know, a lot of times they're like you said, a little more like women. <laughs> he's a date a man because he seems like if he doesn't have that, I guess us us real men. Like I'll yes, just say that absolutely, we don't understand that. Like, what do you like? Like we feel like D and D. You know what I wonder if it's like when women tell here's the dirty sound. When women with kids tell women without kids what they're missing out on, it's like they just don't register. Why don't you want kids? Like I've seen it. I've watched a woman cry and tell Megan, like if you don't have kids, like you're what's wrong with you? Like you're cheating yourself. And like I don't know. It's like being born blind. I don't know. It might be the same for guys. It's like why don't you have a team? Like you don't understand all the. What you're missing. Like, there's a feeling inside you that you can't get any other way. It makes you angry and you grab your dick. And it, like, it's, <laughs> you don't you understand? So I think a, a passion. And it's got to be generation because a lot of times, you know, it's the parents that start on liking, a, uh, you know, a team sure. or, or liking down. another yeah. team. Yeah, that passion is passed down. It's in your DNA. I know better because I'm not a huge hockey fan. I like the game. But I know better than to go to Paul's house on hockey night and play pretend I'm in on it. Oh, yeah. Because I'd come across as less than. I'm not a man compared to the – because I've chosen to just stand and be the guy who's like, these chips are great. Is Connor McDavid on this team? No, he's on Edmonton, you idiot. Okay, I know him. I know him. Like, oh, get him out of here. <laughs> are the Bruins good this year? Oh, yeah, no, they're 65-12. and 12. Who is this guy? I heard they're good. Are they still from Boston? All right. Your lady friend has to go. <laughs> I love icing. Yeah, you just don't. <laughs> icing sounds fun because it's always on cakes. So here's what I like to do with cakes, boys. All right. Paul, we got to get your buddy. Hey, homework. You can't talk hockey in here. <laughs> you wouldn't invite me. You just don't. My friend Danny texted me uh, yesterday, and I haven't seen Danny for a long time. And he's like, hey, we need to hook up and grab a beer. I'm free this week. And he said, what about... Uh, tomorrow, meaning today, or Thursday. And I said, ooh, tomorrow's Suns game, Thursday, Suns road game. And I said, but you know what we could do? We could go downtown and watch it and, you know, uh, can reconnect there. And he goes, ah, I don't want. I don't think you want me yabbing in your ear during the whole game. I'm like, not a fan. He goes, I don't care. And I'm like, all right, yeah, you've made the right choice. I don't want to be with you either. I mean, it was basically just two guys agreeing. But he gets it. He gets it. Yeah. Instead of going, I'd love to watch the ball, basket, basketball with you. Is it hockey ball or basketball? Which which do you watch? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there is something about that I don't know that you can fix. I don't think a man who doesn't like sports you can ever move on. Swing him in. Move on. Yeah. I I, I struggle when a guy's like, "Yeah, I love that team." My second favorite is. I'm like, "Oh, you're oh, one of those. You're one of those." That's my American League team. That's my national. No, 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 no. You get one. You get one, and then you move on. You, you live and die with it, and you bleed it, or you, you just don't care that much. Just say I don't care that much. You're hedging your bets when you got three or four favorite teams. But now it's different because kids don't cheer for teams. They cheer for players. That's a fantasy football thing. It's fantasy sports has made it so they just follow a guy. Changed. And, well, that yeah. and you don't have players sticking with teams anymore True. either like they used to. You yeah. know, I mean. And if, at a certain point, like. 
until so and two years on your squad. Yeah, yeah. you're cheering for laundry. At yeah. a certain point, you're just like, whoever wears the outfit, I'll just cheer for the outfit. Anyway, sorry about that, lady, but it doesn't look good for you. That that's a, that's going to be a lasting long relationship. So, <clears throat> you know, Tuesday, what would Brady do? Milk the rock. Just milk it until it's dry. It's going to dry up you're, you're eventually. And it's not even football season. So if your family's huge college, huge pro sports, football's probably in on that. If you're not liking what you see with basketball, American male sitting there playing Candy Crush during a football game, that's just embarrassing for him. You're putting him in a bad spot. If he was over for the uh, spring football scrimmage of your team, <laughs> like the Scarlet and Gray right. game just happened last Saturday, right. that's what a family. You're going to have a tough, yeah, tough time. Yeah. If look, he doesn't. <laughs> if he doesn't care. Enough, like he's just showing up and anybody playing candy. Like, I'd kick you out of my house at a Steelers game if I see you playing Candy Crush. Like, all right, you need to go. You're killing the vibe. Like, I would see it as a superstition problem. Like, we need everybody, all hands on deck. What's going on out here? Playing Candy Crush. All right, you need to go somewhere else. You, you, you can't come over and play Candy Crush while all of us bleed out our eyes for every play that's on the TV. Come on, take a, take a walk. That's me. I love sports, but I don't like, I'm not into college football, so I never go to my go. buddy's house when it's college. You right. know, hey, want to come over and watch uh, Michigan? No. no, I don't. I don't even no. know who's playing. Whatever. Here, see, so you now this Did guy's... you have to mission, mention that team? <laughs> of course, that's why I did that. This guy said, Tyrus says, I'm not a sports guy. I don't follow sports, basketball, baseball, football, but I'm a martial artist, 35 years. I surf. I pay. You're an athlete. Right. You're, you're into sports. That's sports. Yeah. It's just not the traditional big four. But you got a passion that is a sport. There's, I just don't. I, I just don't know what you like if you don't like one. I, that's me. I'd love to hear an explanation saying I hate all sports. I'm a man. I love Candy Crush. Hector got a keeper here. He says I got my wife into Formula One racing. Now she wants me to spend three k per ticket to go to Vegas and watch <laughs> See, it. That's well, a good woman. I had a a buddy of mine, Mike, who is a huge F1 racing fan. And the mistake he made was getting his wife interested because now his old solo trips that where he runs off to, you know, Milan. He got double the like. She makes good money, so it's like she kicks in. But now he's got that going. Like he's got to now he's got to tote her around, and I, they probably enjoy that. But it's an that's an expensive sport to start liking oh, yeah. too much. Tickets for that stuff thousands of dollars, and air travel. A lot of it's overseas, and plus you got to get up at like three in the morning to watch a few of the races, and he does. Yeah, JV, my brother-in-law, huge loves it too. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I have a friend who went to Dubai just to watch cars, and I'm like, man, oh man, that's 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 liking it. And I, you know, tip your cap, but don't invite me. Yeah, I'd be a waste of time. Now we got Larry who works with us here, doesn't like any sports, drone uh, races. <clears throat> no, I don't know. He just he likes drones upsy downsies. <laughs> oh, anyway, like, the racing thing was interesting for a minute, but Larry's interest is like video game stuff. Yeah, and I guess you know that sort of a thing, but. You wouldn't invite Larry to your hockey ball parties. It would be a disaster. No. He would, I, I don't have Midori at my house, people first would make of all, them so. right. <laughs> Sorry. People would be like, what's wrong with him? You, you just don't want to put guys in that position. Just don't take a man who doesn't like sports and try to plug him in. You're making, you're, you're making that poor guy look bad. You know, it's funny. The only, um, yeah, I would say probably the only sporting event that it doesn't matter if you're not a fan or not, but you're a fan of the event. We have a melting pot because there's a good chance your team's not in it, but you still go and watch. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah, Super Bowl yeah. is an all, yeah, that's all, true. all in. I still don't want to watch with a bunch of candy crushers. And it's not for the the game is third. Yeah. Commercials, yeah. entertainment. Right. Just the... For know. the non... 
fans. Yeah, they're they, just they part still of the enjoy the event. It's just something that everybody's going to know about. So yeah. it's it's you know it's a social gathering. I mean, that lady that comes to the Super Bowl things we have up there at Desert Ridge, and then she's there grading papers because she's a teacher while her Irish husband gets plastered and starts yelling terrible, terrible jokes at us. Oh, man, that guy. He's funny. He is. Well, you get a few beers in him. Even me, I start yeah. feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, Easy hey, there, hey. Chief. Hey. <laughs> there might be like nine Indians here. Keep it down. <laughs> but he's he's very funny. But when he gets a few in him, he's like, mm. now the, the governor's off, and there's a few jokes that probably shouldn't be told publicly. Hey, Hanberry, Hanberry, come over here for a second. I got I got one for you. Black guy, Chinaman, no, no. <laughs> what? That a couple of pints, big whoop. Like, all right, enough. Your wife's grading paper. She's a decent lady. You shut your Irish mouth for a minute. <laughs> all right, I'll tell you another one in a few seconds. One-armed black guy. I'm like, no. <laughs> what do you, what, what are dyslexic racists most afraid of? No, 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 no. <laughs> I know the answer, too. That's the worst part. <laughs> anyway, so it's tonight. Uh, I'm all fired up for it. It feels good. It feels good to have this kind of energy. I just, get, I just don't want to walk away down. It's the, it's the roller coaster of playoff basketball. Uh, but Westbrook, that's our goal tonight. So let's get a, uh, a wake-up song this morning, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. Happy birthday to our friend Doug Hopkins today. TV's Doug Hopkins uh, today. Birthday boy. Happy birthday, Doug. Happy birthday, Doug. And thank you for later uh, giving us that $5,000 guarantee. One of your listeners will win on birthday boy week uh, a chance to uh, have $5,000 handed to you by uh, TV's Doug Hopkins himself over at uh, U-Fest on May 6th. Pretty great. Pretty good stuff. So, uh, man, oh, man, the poor guy who doesn't like sports. Getting, emails. Listen to this Tell that broad with candy cuck we created football and sports to simulate war because it's in our DNA to be savage males. A thousand years ago, that dude would have been at back of the village gardening instead of raping and pillaging with us real men. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> That's how we're built. Yeah. Uh, Jake says, it's nice to see the city uh, enjoying sports. Uh, the Diamondbacks and Suns both competitive at the same time. That doesn't happen too often. Also, that lady's boyfriend needs to quit chugging Twink Light. Be a man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> attacking the man. And uh, one of our listeners has been around for a long, long time. Uh, I know his wife, Zena. She works up there at the uh, Schwartz Laser Eye Center. One of the great uh, people up there. That, uh, that place is awesome. Makes make sure it creates new life. I'll just tell you that uh, there's if, even if I had kids and that was that you know traditional thing saying the greatest day of my life was the birth of my child. It would have been totally moved down to the number two slot after they changed my eyesight completely into what I'm seeing now. This vivid, crazy, awesome lens lens change out. Your kid, your love for your children, nothing compared to how they fix your eyes. It's incredible this lens replacement stuff. Uh, but uh, Chad is married to her, and he says, uh, Happy birthday to Doug Hopkins and me, Chad McDaniel. Two, two cool mofos sharing the same birthday. Uh, but I do have a funny story. Now, Chad just recently got a vasectomy from our yes. our hero, Dr. Lynn. Said, uh, Dr. Lynn's assistant, when I got my SNP, used to work for Home Depot years ago. Well, she does again. And she works at the store I work at. She brought a customer to me yesterday, and when we locked eyes... There was an awkward stare. 
of I've shaved your balls and me realizing she shaved my balls. And then uh, we just kind of realized, oh, no, we work together now. Yeah, I have not. Would I recognize the girl who shaved my balls for my vasectomy? I was pre-shaving. She just had to do an inspection real so quick. So was I, but I didn't. I, and it was a good job. She just had some areas to cover. I think she just did it for overkill. I wouldn't recognize it, too, just no. on my kidney stone. The ball shaver? Had, uh, well, not a, she didn't have to shave. She basically held held it and put the yeah. uh, Tubed you. icing topper in there. Inside they had to gel it with numbing gel in the in the in the Google in my urethra to send the camera in there to sh- <laughs> you got lube yeah you got sounded and ky yeah. oh my oh my I'd recognize her but what if she just started working here we've met have we yeah remember when I poured loads of lubricant in your urethra and shoved a 4K in oh. there oh yeah oh yeah that was you okay. Good to they see took you again. The, uh, the stint out, and that's the one. The straw. You've got a lot of stuff put in there. You're like a Pornhub video. <laughs> it was. It was an HD. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, well, it would be tough. Like, we got a new girl downstairs named uh, Kelly, and uh, we worked with her before years ago. She's back. But if she was the one who shaved my balls, that would have been an awkward thing yesterday. It's like, oh, hi, nice to see you. Yeah, we've met. Yeah, I know. I you didn't see me at my best, you know, in that ice-cold operating room with my ball sacks played open like a butterfly chicken. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the one who uh, assisted in making your tubes, uh, you know, useless and burning them up against the edges. Oh, yeah, I remember you. So Chad's uncomfortable with her now? or Well, it would be tough to work with that girl. Well, it's not like You'd she was like Furious it. Styles with the balls in, uh, in Boys in the Hood just going back and forth there. I mean, <laughs> yours know. wasn't? That's no, what mine did for like 30 oh, minutes. You, just, you, told, you could hear <laughs> Are you sure? music played in the background. <laughs> it takes this long? I asked her, I'm like, how long are you going to do the ball juggling? She goes, I just got to wait for my boy Trey to get home. I'm like, Put what is going on? Gun. Put down the mother gun, Trey. Ma'am, I think you're having a moment. <laughs> Please stop using my balls as stress relief. Oh, you're bad now, huh? You end up in a wheelchair like your little friend Chris. <laughs> Give me the mother gun tray. Furious Styles. I'm sorry about your friend Ricky. That's his mama's problem. My heart goes out to them. You're my son. You're my problem. I'm just so sick of L.A. I'm going to do the whole movie again. It happens every time you bring it up. I want to watch that movie tonight. <laughs> what set you roll with <laughs> You look like one of them Crenshaw Mafia motherfuckers to me. Oh, it's such a good movie. Anyway, why did you bring up Furious so, Styles? Well, because of the balls. You realize my ADHD Any opportunity he gets. hear Furious Styles and not go, oh, what a movie. When you're done cleaning up this tub, I want you outside. Oh, man, your dad's a boogeyman. <laughs> all these leaves are cleaned up. You can play with your little friend. Your daddy mean... Come on, this is your fault. <laughs> I love that movie so much. I never, I, I still to this day remember my friend Kevin Shirley stopping. We were standing out front of my, uh, up front of my friend Joe's house, probably drunk, and Kevin had a date with his girlfriend who became his wife, Holly. And they pulled up, I'm like, "What'd you guys do?" And Kevin said, "Went and saw Boys in the Hood." That's right. <laughs> That's That's I'm like, yeah. "What? You guys saw that?" And, and, and they both were like, it's amazing. It's one of the best movies I've seen in years. Like, Holy, no way. Turns out they took a cracker like me from Mesa and made me understand what it's like to grow up on the south side. 
Again, the only flaw in the movie to me that really stands out that makes me laugh every time is when helicopters go by, they look up even when they're inside. I don't understand it. I don't understand why every time a chopper it's a black goes thing over, you wouldn't understand. I guess that is like it's a it's an inner city thing. But when it, when the when the ghetto chopper rolls by, they look at the ceiling like they can see through their ceiling. I'm so sick of L.A. You're gonna do it, aren't you? You're gonna mm-hmm. do it. God damn it, Brett. Oh, oh you bad now. <laughs> you bad. You got to shoot somebody now. Why well, I am? Shoot me. Come on, shoot me. You bad, right? <laughs> oh, this movie's so good. Look, I'm sorry about your friend. My heart goes out to his mother and his family. I just did all this. Problem. I know, you got this down. <laughs> you my problem. <laughs> I know this movie. I want you to give me the gun. Here it comes. Be good on the button. Oh, I see. You want to end up like little Chris in a wheelchair. No, no, you want to end up like Doughboy, huh? No? Here it comes. Give me the motherfucking gun, Trey. Nice! Nice <laughs> ninja yeah. fingers. That was on the fly ninja fingers. <laughs> and then that, the music swells. Hands in the gun. Furious has done his job. He realizes how tough that was as a young African American in this situation. And they both retire to their rooms. Then Furious feels something's not right. Because because uh, Brandy comes over and she goes and sees oh my God! and then Trey grows and then the balls come gun? out and then and then he sees that his windows open and he's got a, he's got a problem on his hands because now his his son this breakthrough moment lasts only a few seconds Brady before he just feels vengeance on the mind he is a boy's in the hood oh this movie's spectacular go clean yourself up get all that blood of your friend off your jeans. <laughs> You got chunks of your friend all over you. Look like Jackie Kennedy. Say <laughs> <laughs> it with me. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Show me and the Brand- money. And now Brandy comes over, and he doesn't. Furious is like not that cuts there. Not in this a one. time for <laughs> not a time for a broad to come over. Furious, I'm a girl. And then she, and then the windows open. You see Trey jogging into Doughboy's tr- car. His six fold. His beautiful six fold. <laughs> Where are these fools at? We be out all night. I'm hungry as a mother. Oop, my button didn't work. There it is. I'm hungry as a mother. It's still not working. What's going on? There it is. When you going to cut that hair, man? My hair makes me like Samson. <laughs> All right, let's just let's just show the movie. It's it's Tuesday. We should. It's time for um, uh, you know, it's like Tuesday's when you feature of the day when the teacher doesn't want to teach and they just show a movie. Let's just do that today. Is that a deal breaker movie for a relationship? She must like Boys in the Hood, or else. Uh, not a deal breaker for me, but it's, it's close. Well, mine is Godfather One, Godfather Two, Goodfellas, uh, Casino. Yeah. <laughs> Miss New Booty had to watch all those like in, in, in succession. Before we go any further, yeah. you got to watch these films. Oh, yeah. oh, it's yeah. almost the same as becoming an Italian citizen. <laughs> I know. You got to watch the movies. If you don't like it, he's a movie. You're kind of bit on it. You got to be out of here. You made her watch all of those. Oh, yeah. She hadn't seen them? No, no, no. She she had seen them, but I just had... It's kind of a refresher course. The importance of yes, those movies absolutely. then became like, look, now, now you're going to watch them with me. Yep. Yeah. And, and of course, well, Smokey I, and the Bandit was in there, though, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. Cool. She went and saw that with us. I, I, that's, that to, Boys in the Hood is one that if you... Look, if you candy crush during Boys in the Hood, uh, we're going to have a chat, and maybe Cordell and Cordell's going to pop over. That's one I want you to, to... That's a keeper. I got an email from a guy who asked me that the other day that said... 
I got a girl who doesn't like movies like this is her favorite. And they're like, you can, yeah, it's, you can, it's trouble. Oh, <laughs> there it is. All right, Brad. Better be careful. I know. Thank you, tough huh? Blow your head off this myth and wasn't it? You couldn't do shit. How you feel now? He says the N-word a lot. What set you from? Look like one of them Crenshaw Mafia motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole movie. I could do the whole thing. That cop is, you boys have a nice night. When they realized that the blue bug they were after was the wrong one. <laughs> they got the wrong blue bug. How many blue bugs are in Compton? Oh, lot, I mean, come lot, on. A lot. Or at least two. <laughs> and they weren't in Compton. They were in, uh, I think, Bellflower. Oh, were they? Okay. I may be wrong about that, but I think they were in Bellflower. They're ruling down Crenshaw. When I lived in L.A., I, you know was on a severance package so I didn't have a job and all I did was just travel to crime sites and cemeteries and stuff because LA is just loaded with like history of like this happened here yeah and I uh, I went down to where they did Boys in the Hood and I got oh, oh, oh no, no, no no I left fast I, <laughs> I was a, I was in a big red pickup I mean I felt like Reginald Denny I'm like I shouldn't be out here I'm gonna get bricked and uh, I would get to, I, I was trying to go up to the rolling 60s, the 60s, the streets are where the 60s are. Oh, okay. So I get into that area, and I'm like, this is the rolling 60s. It was before the internet was like, you know, you didn't have maps all over the place, so I had to kind of guess and find, and I was looking for Doughboy's house. I found it online a hundred times. Better man than me. I, no yeah. way I'm going down there. I don't want to be boys left in the oh, yeah. hood. Yeah, I was, I'm yeah. out. I, 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 the movie made me scared of the area. It really wasn't that bad. It's actually pretty I'd nice. go down there. Hello, friendos. <laughs> What's up, gang? Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> what set you rolling with the Pillsbury Doughboy mother? <laughs> That's a good one. We have a thing with Brady with new people in the building that is a, a fun struggle that we've offered him. A lot of money. This morning's, I mean, to, I was... Oh, that's a good one. It is. To ruin his reputation with the new people in the building. Because there hasn't been a lot of interaction. So to have Brady, I'm like, I'll, I will give you $5,000 to seriously and then uphold the reputation. To wander <laughs> in and go, I hate every one of you mother If any of you talk to me, it'll be your last day working here. I want you all unemployed for coming into my building. And then every day after, I'm too important a man in this city to deal with your bullshit. <laughs> Just let's never converse. So long, sea sucker. And set it up. <laughs> ah, there you go. You got to yeah. finish oh, it'd with be that. Great. Too. I'm serious. That's how it would have to end. I'm serious. Any questions? Because I'm not going <laughs> to listen to you. You don't talk to me. You talk to my people. I want it like like Brady has this crazy pedestal standard of how new people have to treat him. You touch my stuff. I catch you looking at me. There's going to be problems in your paycheck in that it will no longer show up. Lighten up, Francis. Yeah, I just give Brady a one-page script to read, $5,000, and to act out as the— Five G's. Yeah, $5,000, the worst human being alive, and set the tone and then has to live to the standard for at least a month. Even if they come up and go, hey, if we were got off on the wrong foot, what did I f- tell you about talking to me? <laughs> I have people you talk to. You get approval to come look at me. I haven't worked 25 years in this building. Have some new pilot act like we're best friends. Don't look Brady in the yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's uh, uh, that. Oh, you couldn't do it no, for five grand. grand. You couldn't. You get halfway through that script. I'm sorry. Let's here's breakfast and <laughs> I brought some ranch house grill for everyone and I'd have. I hear you go. 
Now, I would love to set the table that uh, Brady goes in with a, just a manifesto of, like, these are the rules when you deal with me in public. He couldn't do it with a straight face, though. That's the problem. Yeah. And then and then hand them all autographed 8 by 11s Oh, <laughs> man. That's even better. That's, that's good. You guys are going to want one of these. <laughs> Enjoy your eight months before you're all fired. So long, chat GPT. Pieces of <laughs> shit. My man, my man. I don't Ladies. care. I'm not lady. I don't want to know your names. There's no reason for an introduction. A, I won't remember you. B, you're not important. C, you won't be here long enough. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Look, if I found out all of you died, there'd be zero emotion in my life. I don't care about your well-being at all. <laughs> if I see you in public, put your head to the ground. If you don't, I'm going to put you on the ground. Next time you see me, lay down, because that's where I'm going to put you. <laughs> it would be awesome, but you couldn't possibly. We flirted with the idea of trying to have... Mute Brady wander the building, and if anybody says hi to him, he couldn't. And he, you bright red, that same giggle you got. Just, just, why wouldn't you just want to be pals? <laughs> if they say hello, and then he tried to mean mug us when we weren't around. They walked by, and I didn't say anything. We don't believe that for a second. <laughs> he said hello, and I just no. We don't believe it for a second. Our show's in vindication. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> That Brady is a tough character. I just want someone to say that in the middle. That Brady's a tough one. Boy, he is an arrogant son of a bitch. And then just have to have you live with that being a reputation that goes around the radio industry. Brady, you know, he told me I can't look at him. People say, Brady Bogan? Yeah, not allowed to look at him. He'll go to HR. <laughs> Every eye that hits me that I don't want is sexual harassment because I know what you're thinking. Yeah, that would be fun, but it's impossible. There's no possible one. He'd ask for where the gloves are, but he won't do this. Yeah. And that was for free. Yeah. That was just to make me uncomfortable, which I didn't realize was in him when he asked Fred Goldman where the glove section was. <laughs> I told that story to Jill the other day, and I thought she was going to cry because she saw Fred at a restaurant. I saw Fred Goldman at a restaurant. I couldn't believe it. It was so weird. And I'm like, did I ever tell you the Brady story about Fred Goldman where he asked him where the glove department was at Nordstrom's just to make me cringe? And she goes, that is terrible. He lost his son. And I'm like, oh, I know. I didn't do it. <laughs> First of all. The dickhead did. It was not asking Fred Goldman. Brady, was we walking had to... by and said, I think the glove department's over here, the men's glove department. <laughs> then what? <laughs> hey, Freddie. No. Yeah. Why do you think Freddy, I almost hit the ground? Freddie. Hey, Why do you Freddy. think... You did your little patented clap hands rub together. I think the together. men's gloves department's over Same here thing happened at the Arizona Center 25 years ago when I met him for uh -oh. lunch, standing at the top of the escalator, and me and my friend Jim Wilson, who is an Asian-American, standing in a crowd, and Brady goes, Hey, what's for lunch, boy? I bet you probably want goop food. And I'm like, what just <laughs> happened? Out loud. And then just it was just a design to drop a cannonball on the air. <laughs> He has it in him. He's the devil deep down. But that thing you did at the bottom of the escalator. Everyone has the devil in them. On the, oh, absolutely. But yours shows up. You clap your little hands and rub them together. That's like, you know, that's like rubbing the genie lamp of evil. But I remember being on the escalator, and I think you said, look, there's Fred Goldman. I'm like, holy crap, it's really works here for real. I've only heard rumors. Like, yeah, there he is. Clap hand, evil genie rub. And as we're walking, it's always that over... 
Chris Farley is kind of point a direct. Which way is that glove section? Hey, Freddie. <laughs> I guess. I guess. My heart hurts. My heart hurts. My heart hurts. And I was done. <laughs> was it the same day that you made that lady almost think you were going to rape her? I think that might have been the same day. Which one's that? We're at Nordstrom's on Fred Goldman Day, as we call it. <laughs> and we go over to the... Uh, Makeup <laughs> section. No, it was the perfume and Yeah, you know, where they're cologne. doing the samples. So she's talking cologne, and I'm looking to get a cologne. And I'm t- uh, this little lady from, God, I don't know, Venezuela or some, some Central America, she swam a long way to get here. Let's just I say thought that. she was more like... Uh, Eastern Bloc. Um, I don't know what she was. No, she wasn't. She was. Uh, She's Spanish because uh, it was a Spanish uh, voice. So uh, talking and stuff, and she's like going through samples, and she's standing next to us, and Brady just tries to hold her hand like in the creepiest way ever, <laughs> and she pulls her hand away and gets behind me like she gets a barrier between me and the rapist, and I'm like, what just happened? And I watched you move in on her hand. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Like it was on. It was a rape. There's something in that cologne. And we had to leave between Goldman and the the you know attempted assault. And then I just think we ended up with Wetzel's pretzels and giggled all day. <laughs> my heart hurt that day. Yeah, my heart hurt. My heart just like was, uh, hey, Freddy. hey, Freddy! You didn't do hey, Freddy. Fred, Fred. It was like a real quick mention of him, loudly saying, Which direction's that glove area? <laughs> Fingers up, like gigantic hand motions. Meanwhile, his dopey aids friends, like, Oh, no. <laughs> I turned into one of those things in front of a car dealership when my arms are just waving around. My body doesn't work right. That was a horrible morning. That was weird. Then you went back with someone else later. No, never. I couldn't. I can't. The man's been through too much. I've got a heart. <laughs> I felt it. I felt it the day that you showed your true colors. And then when uh, Jill, when I told Jill, literally, her face just like, like eyes welled with tears. Brady did that? Yeah. The man lost his son. I'm like, I know. And you're like, this is 30 years later. You know what? It was a rite of passage when you walked through there. Because my friend took me through there earlier and did it to me. Oh, he did. Who oh, yeah. is this friend? Out like this man passage. immediately. Out this man Ryan immediately. Ryan Landauer. Ryan Landauer said, hey, Freddie. No, he didn't go, hey, Freddie. right. He goes, I think the men's glove department's over All there. All right. So it's, you hacked the joke. You hacked the joke and crushed him again with it. That's <laughs> double hammers. You were involved in both of them. You're Man, playing a prick. You're playing whack-a-mole with that guy. It's like West Brick. Once you go through there, no, you know it's that. Not. Oh yeah. He had, <laughs> he had 15, 20 people it's do that a day over Nothing there. like West Brick. The man shoots bad <laughs> shots. The other guy's son was slaughtered by OJ Simpson. You're saying you can't help but say it. He got a ton of guys. His son's been butchered. <laughs> you gotta give him a few pokes in the belly, you know? That was a horrible thing to do. Now, is it a great story 18 years later? Amazing. Oh, amazing, yeah. <laughs> Mainly because I'm the good guy in it. That's a rarity. It's <laughs> a rarity. <laughs> it really is. Most of the time, it's like, oh, big did that horrible thing. Nope, not that time. I was an angel. I would never do that. That's, <laughs> that's a bridge too far for a guy like me. I was raised better. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that. I lost the sun. It is the ghost of Uncle Jack coming through. Well, that's, yeah, it could be. That's what I told, uh, that's what I told Jill the other day when she was taken aback by it. I'm like, think about it. It's 30 years and you think it's too soon. Now go back 18 and have it happen. And you think it was too soon now? Drop back two decades and knock it out there. So, 
What are you going to do? Evil Brady is... He's, we're capable. That's why I always have it in the back of my mind that you could go into that room and tell those people you're too important for them to know. <laughs> have a, a whole script set out. First off, I'm too important in this town to ever learn your names. You're not going to matter to me. And when it doesn't matter. And when you're fired in a few months, I'm going to laugh. I've seen people like you come and go. I got chunks of corn bigger than you in my <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, anyway, while we all have this kind of fun, we have to remind you that your children are eating all the Benadryl. It's a new TikTok challenge. I, when you said it this morning, I had to actually look. No, it's a real thing. Some kid dropped dead eating like 20 Benadryl because TikTok told them to. Uh, and again, I lean on you as parents to be. I like what Ben Affleck and Jennifer uh, Garner did. Um, they're co-parenting now because, of course, Ben's married to J-Lo. Oh, thank God, Benifer's back. But they have their kids together, and their rule is for their kids to actually give them a paper that proves scientifically social media benefits them. Like how it benefits you as a human being. Before they're allowed to have it, they have to prove it's beneficial to them, not financially, not anything else, to their psyche, and give me psychological, scientific evidence that this is worth your having. And it's not. Because it, you will find, as most psychologists, scientists, and everything else say, it, it, all social media has done is led to a rise of insecurity, suicidal behavior, uh, feelings of, uh, you know, uh, of depression. It's, it's ramped it all up. And how could it not with filters and everybody having a better life than you? And that's the whole point of it. It's like, you know, look at me. I can wear a thong because I'm perfect. And everybody, I'm not perfect. It just, it just reiterates your imperfections on a regular basis. This kid ate, what, 12 of them and ends up dead yeah. on Benadryl because TikTok said so. And it's not a one-off. It's the TikTok challenge of how many Benadryl can we eat. And a lot of your kids, and I hate to break it to you, like 90% of you, your kids are really dumb. I've met them. Your kids are stupid as stumps. Uh, you, you have not raised smart children. You've raised nice friends uh, and idiots. And that's where, that's the reason they stay at home till they're 28. That's why they're antisocial. It's why they don't want driver's licenses. I don't understand anything that's that going one. on with that group of people at all. Yeah, I'm the old man going, uh, these kids today. But I'm right. 30-year-olds are saying these kids today. They don't, you know, this is a weird generation of people who don't want independence or freedom. They don't want to leave the house. They're not socially at all capable. It's weird. They want to hang out with mommy at like when they're 18, and it's just strange to me. There's no breakaway moment. And then TikTok tells them something as simple as like, hey, you want to feel great? 11 or 12 Benadryl should do the trick. And they're croaking them. And I got to put it on the parents to just say, well, let's take TikTok away. Because they'll find it either way. But if your kid is susceptible to taking half a, a bucket of Benadryl, uh, you're going to lose them somehow anyway. So, again, the Holmberg method of occasionally whacking your kid for no reason, just saying, I know you're thinking of something really stupid. and Knock it off. And whatever they were thinking of, they'll be like, how do you know? <laughs> yeah, you got to hide Benadryl. You know what that's going to lead to? It's going to be harder for me to get Benadryl. Oh, yeah. That's the problem that I have with this. Your dumbass kids are going to make it so I got to stand in line and sign papers and give a driver's license so I can have allergy medicine. More of it. You know, Benadryl's still on the shelf in a couple of places. Not too often. It's usually behind the, the glass. But the light stuff, like children's allergy stuff, I can still buy that. 
Yeah, the Benadryl name is on a couple of products. I'm yeah. not sure if it's, yeah. it's not the heavy stuff because yeah. that's behind a glass case because your dumbass kids can't keep your hands off of it and those meth heads. And I have to go and deal with the morons, at the, yeah. you know, in line at getting prescriptions. Yeah. What are you here for? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know what I'm here for. I've got a stuffy nose and these crack addicted idiots on yeah. TikTok can't keep their hands off my basic meds. I can't get Dimatap for God's sakes. I don't even know that stuff is more than just Tic Tacs. But yeah, keep your stupid ass kids off the Tic Tac. They're too dumb to handle it. And they're eating all the Benadryl now. They eat Tide Pods, for God's sakes. That wasn't a clue that you shouldn't let them dance with Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> the dances are adorable. Knock it off. It leads them to, to eating the stuff out of the laundry room. They're they, retarded. They do look delicious. They're they, they do kind of have a look that might, mm, might be a tasty snack. But I also realize whenever I reach into a Tide box, no matter what <laughs> yeah. it looks like, probably not edible. That was the problem. People were putting them in, in cookie jars. Right. Well, well, again, as a parent, parental issues. They're just decorative potpourris. Nope. Nope. Uh, one lady was on TV going, why do they make them look like candy? I don't know. You know when it stops looking like candy to me? When it's in a Tide box. I won't eat candy in an old Tide box. It's too close to the Tide. If you poured a bunch of Hershey's Kisses tinfoil wrapped in an old Tide box and just say, we just keep our candy in a Tide box, I'm not eating it. Uh, yeah. And it's food. It's actual food. But your kids are too stupid. All of you. And don't sit back and go, not my little angel. Your angel's dumb as a rock. It's the whole point of them not being allowed to live alone till they're 18 and now 23, 24. They're stupid. They're stupid. <laughs> None of that article's an ad for Dr. Lynn pointing up going, see? Yeah, huh? yeah. Huh? I don't care that your kid reads at a ninth grade level in the seventh grade. He's not capable of being a societal member. He's an idiot. He'll eat Tide Pods. you got to keep an eye on that. Has Kirby done any of these? No, obviously not Nothing. Tide Pod no. challenge and, and the ridiculous ones, but has she done yeah. any of those challenges? Nope. Yeah, she on the Looked TikTok. at them the same way, like... Unbelievable or something. She doesn't even do good. TikTok, but that's good. She's familiar with it. Well, sure, we're all familiar. Yeah, with it, but stay off of it because there's no reason to be influenced by that. They're too stupid and susceptible. She's a mushhead. She's, she's designed to be a mushhead. It's not an insult. Your kid's a mushhead. Kirby has to be a mushhead. That's the whole point of you you keeping her in the house for a few more years. If you let her out on her own, eh, she'd be dead in the streets in five, two weeks. She's not capable. As an adult, because her brain's still developing. That's the whole purpose of keeping them in the house. They're mushheads. They're idiots. That's supposed to be the case. So you as a parent are supposed to go, okay, I got a dummy. Quit telling me how smart your kids are. They're not. If they're so smart, send them off on their own. Well, they're not ready for that. Well, then they're not smart yet. Stop saying they're smart. For his age. Right. Elizabeth Hurley's hot for her age. It still doesn't mean I want to go out and date a 55-year-old. Gross. People just don't understand reality. They hate it. The dose of reality hurts. These are the types of things we need you to tell people, Brady, over in that other room. Here's how else you need to know. Here's some Benadryl. Yeah. <laughs> Eat all the Benadryl. You might get by on looks. Trust me, I know what that's like. But eventually they fade, sister. <laughs> you better have a personality. And right now I'm not hearing it. You're a piece of <laughs> Brady Bogan, over and out. Yes. Evil Brady. I love it. But yeah, your kids are eating Benadryl, and it's going to mess up my life. It's the same thing. I don't, I don't really have sympathy for people who stop traffic to commit suicide. That's, I have no sympathy for you. you know, those guys that hang over overpasses, and they got to stop rush hour traffic. It happens once a year. 
I don't have any sympathy for that. Hurry up. Yeah, don't mess up my world. Yeah. I know you're going through trouble. I hope you seek help. I hope you get better. But the second you infiltrate my life and I have to jump hoops to get Benadryl or drive to work because you're having a bad day, I got no time for that. I got no time for that. <laughs> and again, people hate, parents hate hearing that their kids are dumb. Well, if they were so smart, why are they still in school? They're being molded. And one of the things molding them is TikTok. And it's molding them into the medicine cabinet. And they're chugging it all. I've never wanted more than one Benadryl. And I like the way Benadryl makes me feel. Because it's like a true, like, a, like I feel good. I feel and what dizzy was the and deal with it? Because, oh, they're trying to get... Because they hallucinate, hallucinate, I guess, yeah. yeah. Well, of course you do. It's called being gotcha. a drug addict. Of course yeah. you hallucinate. Yeah, it keeps doing other stuff. Yeah. If you want to hallucinate, microdose. Take a milligram or two of mushrooms. It's healthy and safe, and it's, you know, you don't need over-the-counter Benadryl. Some of mom Benadryl. and daddy's chewables. Exactly. Mom and dad have that, why can't I touch those gummy bears? Because you're stupid. You'll abuse it. You don't have you don't have your barriers up yet. They'll drive off the cliff. Those are mommy and daddy's gummies stay on the high, on the high shelf. Why do they make Tide Pods look so much like candy? Your drugs look like candy, you moron. <laughs> They're delicious, too. Yeah, your kids are dumb. It's time you all admitted it. Two things you need to admit today to start today. Nobody's after your kids. They're not that great. And they're stupid. Like, like that line around the elementary school is unnecessary. There are not that many predators for your little kid. Nobody wants your kid that much. It's, if they get kidnapped, it's like the percentage, the chance of your kid getting kidnapped is so low. But the safeguards we put up for that are so high. I see your kids. I'd drive one of your kids to you just to have it not on the streets anymore. I'll, trust me, it won't be kidnapping. It'll be, let's get you home faster. Before you walk into traffic and I got to, you know, there's got to be a new sign up that says I can only go three miles an hour. I still do love the idea, though, that we we haven't changed this since I was uh, in school. An elementary school kid evidently scientifically can take a shot from a car at 15 miles an hour. Junior high, 25. High school, 35. As you grow older, the speed limit accelerates a little bit in school zones to be like, these kids can take a shot at 35. There's no reason to... 15, 15, for, uh, 15 for the elementary school. Those are, they're little. We better, the, they, like they've done bumper tests on children. Like 15's about it before they collapse. So we'll keep it about 15 for those dummies. 25 for junior high. Those kids are a little bigger. They should be able to see you coming. 35 for high school. Those idiots get in the road. It's their fault. <laughs> like you're really not doing much of anything to slow people down to 35 to keep an eye on the kids. If I'm going 35 and a kid leaps out in front of my car, I'm, he's done. He's finished. But, yeah, just a reminder that your kids are stupid. Daily. Yeah. And then uh, there's people like Mark who email and say if they kill themselves with this Benadryl, ch- Benadryl challenge, they can't contaminate the gene pool in the future. This all actually works itself out in the end. So you can look at TikTok two ways. You know, it's the, it's the pool vac that's keeping the grounds clean in a very violent and horrible way. Or... You know, it's just dummy, it's dummy central and they'll do dumb things with it. Yes. Dumb kids that eat too many Benadryl when they die. Eh. Sad, tragic, whatever else. But I mean, you're looking at it like, well, what were they capable of if this was their first move for fun? You don't want to see it happen. But for God's sakes, anybody that's susceptible to it, I worry about what else is going on in that brain. What can you talk that kid into? 
But dare, I watch. Dare you, dude? I watch some of those. Uh, you know, people will send me TikTok videos of like that D'Amelio thing. Some guy sends me those. The I don't even know who they are, but they have it. she's got like twenty million dollars. I looked her up. She's twenty million dollars, and all she does is dances in sweatpants. And she got her own TV show, and her whole family's got a show now. The D'Amelios, her sister's in on it, and they just do these little like fourteen to fifteen second dances. Family and dances, twenty million dollars. She could talk a lot of people into doing a lot of stuff. I'm looking at her going, 20 million bucks. What's your secret? I eat a bunch of Benadryl. I'm like, oh, I'm going to give that a run. If you're down on your luck, somebody that does that, you're like, wow, that seems reasonable. You want free money, the only way to do it is listen to the radio because we'll give it to you. And in about 44 minutes, we're going to give you a chance to win Doug Hopkins' $5,000 guarantee. It's the price guarantee game. It's coming at you once again. Yesterday, literally thousands of entries and 100 people got it right. So out of the pool of thousands, 100 qualified, one winner was chosen. That'll happen again today. Uh, basically, we're going to read off uh, a receipt. You have to guess the exact price of what it is from the place we are. We'll tell you everything except the prices. You guess it. Brady was winning a dollar three yesterday on his first guess of my thing. That was amazing. So we'll find out what the receipt is later. And at 8 o'clock, for Doug Hopkins' birthday, we qualify yet another person. It'll be a beautiful thing. And then uh, maybe five grand in your hands right there at UFest May 6th. We're very excited about that. That show's got a, boy, that thing's sold well. Larry was showing me ticket sales on that. That's going to be a packed place. That's going to be fun. Good show, too, and a chance of $5,000. One thing I never understand what we do as a, and I've talked to, you know, the Bobs and the radio figureheads on this one. We parade the, uh, the qualifiers in front of people at the concert to say here's the five people that could win five thousand dollars they get a good look at somebody that's about to win five grand and also we're just rubbing it in that they're all losers now why do we go on stage and do that (laughs) look everybody this person won something and you didn't enjoy the night let's take a moment so you can all see the bob's argument back was well then they see that kupd gives their listeners tons of money and it makes them interested it does it or does it just make them mad if i had somebody parading around or you know I just went five thousand. Right. parking lot. <laughs> I don't know that that's true. I've seen society. I don't think people, I've been to casinos when people win big. The people around them are usually mad. I was just on that stupid machine, asshole. Well, it's that way with the keg hunt when you were drawing numbers and then you know one number. Yeah. Oh, oh you son of a mother! B- that dick's gonna win. Look at this Bud Light twinks wandering up getting his money. I'm rolling him in the parking lot. But it'll be fun. And you can be that person that just waves the check around and rubs it in. And then get the hell out of there. They're going to keep an eye on you. Uh, but it'll be fun. Five grand in your hands. Doug Hopkins. Price guarantee game coming up at 8 o'clock. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Lots of stuff. And, of course, it's brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. With the weather being the way it is, it is time to hit the trails. So get those mountain bikes tuned up. Pick yourself up a new one. And if you can't decide, you can rent one. Try it before you buy it over there at Action Ride Shop. Plus, they, you Suns fans, they got the brand new uh, oh, yeah. Suns-inspired uh, riding jerseys. Which I've told Josh in the past is definitely a trademark infringement, but he doesn't care. And it's they're, they're basically stealing the Suns everything to make their own gear, and it looks great. And it it does really look great. does look great. I'm so, getting one before he gets Yeah, busted. get it before the Suns yeah. sue him. That's what I think. <laughs> and not- also, I'm, again, I'm going to rave about that bike, that, uh, they, I, that Trail 429 pivot bike. 
If you want to get into mountain biking, there's no better bike. That I love my switchblade. Oh. So, oh, the, all the pivot bikes oh, are yeah. great. This thing's incredible. I love it. But you can you can test them out before you can rent one before you buy it. So just go on down there. Josh will uh, get you all taken care of. ActionRideShop.com or just head on over to Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, on the list, Faith No More, Limp Biscuit, Mastodon. Uh, we got some for uh, Westbrook, uh, Rob Zombie's Brick House. Hey, yes. Uh, <laughs> That's then you it. Got some, no need to go on. Brick House is it's it. It's not that good of a song. but Oh, uh, did, he didn't cover it beautifully? This one with Lionel Richie and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. It's, it's not. Right. It's okay. It's a poor cover. It's a great it's, song. You can play it. Wait, but you've already you've poo-pooed I've it. heard it. You didn't like it. Eh, All right. What else you got in the right. world of Bricks? Well, now I'm upset. Well, then you got uh, ACDC jailbreak for all the If the Suns Lose tonight. Uh, Deftones bored for the chick not dating a man. <laughs> Seven Dust bitch for the j- chick not dating a man. Uh, skin of my teeth. My dick from Mickey Avalon. Uh, crying like a bitch for Godsmack. <laughs> my dick is because of the, the Russell squeeze. Yeah. Right? Do do Brickhouse if you well, want. We could do Corn's Brick in the Wall. That, that was actually on the list, too, All somewhere right. down there. Yep, there it is, actually. All right, we'll it was that. on the list. We'll give that for Russell Westbrook, because okay. Brett has condemned us from listening to the zombie. Man, he did. Is it, that, is it bad? Yeah, I'll, I'll give, give you a little, little taste. I don't think I, maybe I have heard it, but I love Brick House. Oh, you were looking up the D'Amelios. I just thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I had to see what the broad looked like. Yeah. Good. Nothing special. No, no. She's a cute, but $20 million just for, and you know, I guess she can dance, but... It, Mm. Yeah, this should be. A- not, I'm not eating a bunch of Benadryl because she said so. This is. Oh. I remember the song starting. This is from Russell Westbrook in the LA Clippers. Oh, 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 yeah. All right. No, strippers had to yeah. just destroy this. You play this at a lot of weddings? No. I play the original. Oh, the original's phenomenal. Right, it is, yeah. Oh, she's a What's wrong with this? Ow. Yeah, she's mighty, mighty. Just letting it all hang out. She's a bridge. I like this. I'm playing We're it. playing it. All right, go ahead. Right, start it over. And it's explicit, so I don't, and I don't oh, know what the cuss words are. All right, brick in the wall it is. I don't right. know finger bang this thing. I guess that's not the proper Finger bang this but <laughs> You can do that. I don't want to finger bang this song. It's too hard. I'd rather just listen and enjoy rather than work. Uh, we'll do it. Corn, brick in the wall. For you, Russell Westbrick. Oh, we've got him. We've got the under his skin. He wanted to fight one of our fans. And we need to know, that guy's the new Sons and Four guy. The dude that stood up and wanted to fight Russell Westbrook. If you're out there, let me know who you are. Find this guy. Tell me who he is because he is, he is the new Sons and Four guy. Because uh, I believe his quote was, take it like a man to Russell. Or something like take the heat or take, be a man about it. Like it was a great thing. And he bowed up immediately when Westbrook came over and he goes, watch your mouth. Watch your mother mouth. He's like, deal with it. Westbrook. That dude is the new Sons and Four guy. He needs t-shirts. He needs all that. Especially, I mean, that's our rally cry right now. So I'm in on this. Uh, screw you, Russell Westbrook. You come down here and I'll scratch your face and you'll lay on the ground for 20 minutes. You're an NBA star. You guys aren't tough. If they do come back here, which they will. Yeah. I think I think we need to get KUPD bricks, like foam bricks oh, made up. West bricks. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, and the beat LA chant needs to start, too. You forget the Clippers are Los Angeles. Yeah. you got to get on that. Uh, it's West Brick. Another brick in the wall. Let's hope for that tonight. As Russell, we got him. He, he, he showed his, he showed, it's a tell. He showed his weakness. He hates being called West Brick. He's out of control now. Morning sickness. Morning sickness. Morning sickness. Morning sickness. Morning sickness.
what's going on? We must be enjoying ourselves, gentlemen, because, wow, time is flying. It's mainly because Brady's been mean to Fred Goldman this morning, and it made everybody happy. People. He's furiously pounding away on his phone, so now I'm wondering if it's... This is going to make No, Brady checking f- for last-minute videos. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> this is going to make Brady feel even worse. Yeah. Uh-oh. Texters love oh, that people story. Love it. Yeah, people want Brady to be the he true, real Brady. cannot yeah, not stand this, not this smoking mirrors. Yeah, not this front he's put on for so many years. We want that guy back. But would you enjoy him if it was always... You know, it's like the Pope farting. It's like, ah, wow, I didn't think you. Oh, my God. It's only surprising when he does something awful. Poof out of the back of the white coat. Yeah. Well, it looks like they're, uh, they're getting a new Pope. Look at all that smoke. <laughs> pope, did you fart? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good one. Ooh, that's a holy brew. Hey, there's Ron Goldman. <laughs> Oh, boy. Isotoners this way. What's up, Freddy? Oh, boy. What's up, Freddy? I can't believe you did that, Brady. I know, Pope. I'm a pretty bad man. <laughs> Watch your f- mouth. I'm like Brady Westbrook. Some lady emailed and said, it's Westbrook, guys, but whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks for playing along. Stop breathing my air. Get off my planet. Take 10 Benadryl and call me in the morning. Westbrick, lady, is the nickname. In basketball, there's a thing called shooting bricks, building the house. Your, your shot's no good. You're throwing up bricks. Westbrook oh got the nickname. Why am I explaining this to you? Why do I? Why am I doing it? But she took the time to go, oh, they've got his name wrong. Oh, my God. Evidently, there's a Suns forum that is trying to call out uh, the Westbrook uh, combatant. They've got pictures of him. They're like, please, you're a hero. Like, he's a hero on there. So good. Let's make him Sons and, Sons and Four Guy with this one. Because Sons and Four Guy got all that credit for just beating someone up in Denver who was mouthy, which was pretty great. But we now let's be known for it. Every playoff run, one of our lippy fans gets into a fight, and then they become folk heroes for that playoff season. This is our guy this year, Westbrook guy. People have already, uh, they're talking on text, and I got an email that said, uh, hey, we're starting in... Reddit, subreddit for Brady. We're going to start writing scripts yes. for ODB oh. Brady, Office Dick yes. Bogan. Yeah. Toxic Workplace Brady. AI the hell out of it. Just bring me all these scripts and let's make AI Toxic Workplace Brady a thing. Please. Uh, it's uh, time for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's tax day. Oh, boy, tax that ass. Hooters wants to help. Today only, bring your little <laughs> Be careful deductions. Bring your little deductions to Hooters and get a free kid's meal with the purchase of an adult entree. Hey, hey. Uh, See you today at Hooters. Uh, Tax day and children. That's what they're looking for out there. Only valid for kids 12 and under dining only. Pay your taxes. Do your your part. At least file the paperwork. File the paperwork. How many? Did anybody have to pay this year? Payers? No? No? No. Refund, 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 refund. It is my last year claiming Alex, though, I think. Is that it? That's a pretty good chunk, right? Uh, well, if he, if, if, knock on oh, wood, boy. whatever Brady's got is up there, whatever Sky Wizard, <laughs> yeah. if he decides to go to college, I can claim him again. So. Oh. But it's, uh, if we're, we're teetering we're, here. We're, we're Hockham's Razor. Yeah, we're right yeah. on the. Well, let me tell you this. If he, he's living at home, but he's not living at home, right? You're saying. Oh, he'll home. be living at home. So the decision. <laughs> he can't afford that. Yeah, also, the decision <laughs> oh, may not be his, as high school is a very high pop probability again. Don't. 
<laughs> Am I jinxing it? Why did you go? Well, I'm just wow. asking the questions. I don't yeah. know. He could have just said no. He's straight A's. I didn't. All I'm asking is: Is there a possibility that college won't be uh. in the cards because he's got more work to do? Oh, you're sweating it. Yes. Oof. Nothing Much like worse. your dad. Oh, my dad I was sweating. I tried throwing down and I'm like, we'll see in yeah. May. Yeah. Well, my dad did that. That was a great. All right. You want to be a jackass through high school? I, I, I will never forget that conversation because it was not angry Dan. What day are you supposed to graduate? What is the graduation date? May 26, 1990. Douche. <laughs> All right. We'll talk on the 26th. And I just felt this looming, impending, nightmarish. You know, that nuclear clock ticking down to midnight as he just looked at me and said, I think he was going to kill me. I honestly think that he would have gone to jail if I wouldn't have graduated from high school on time. worth asking. I think he, you know what? It's not a bad question to ask that. Hey, what were the repercussions of me not graduating? Like, what would have happened? Because that that face was just so resigned to, I have the solution. It was like the final solution of John. It was over. (laughs) It was a conversation in, like, October. What day are you supposed to graduate? Look it up. May 26, 19. Why? Why? And I was all arrogant about it. Like, I figured this out. We'll talk on May 26th. I got this, bro. And I just remember thinking, I think that man just threatened to kill me. Because he wouldn't have lived one Happy day of his life going to work with a second-year senior on hand. My dad would not have tolerated he flunked his senior year. He's got, he was supposed to graduate in 90, and now he's got to go back. That would have been too embarrassing for him. It, it would have reflected on him, and it, it, he, he, he would have been embarrassing me. for you, too. Oh, sure. Yeah. At the time, I knew that. that but I was having too much fun. I was having too much too. fun. Well, I was... Again, too smart for the room at the time going, this is dumb. I'm bored. I like money. I'm working. So I had to quit my job, which was a real, was the real catalyst for me getting out of there. Because the key to it was I wasn't allowed to have a job. I was on his dime now. And then if I graduated, I could get a job again. But I wasn't allowed to have money. or It was all focused on that, which was the right thing to do. But I was just bored. I didn't have any more school needs. But boy, that face of his. I can see it right now. He was going to kill me. It would have been more embarrassing for him to have a kid who didn't graduate on time than it would for him to become a murderer. Like, I think he'd have thought people will understand this. Pretty sure he'd have killed me. So maybe he'd put that veiled threat of ending his life. Yeah. Come, you know, May 20th or whenever he's supposed to be out of there. You only got a month. He's got to clean it up in 40 days. He's got five weeks. What? He's go. got five weeks. And it's, is it looking good? Uh, he's on track. <laughs> all right. That's yes. all we need to do. Keep it on Stay track, on son. Target. There we go. Yeah. He's on track. Sorry. I'm out. I'm out. Get out of here, Wedge. You're no good to us. Sorry, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> it's, boy, I hope it's all right. But, man, oh, man, that's scary. Good luck to you. All right. We're eight minutes away from the Doug Hopkins game. It's time for the Brady Report. Toledo's kids on track. We're all in good shape here. Brady, please report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. All right. Happy tax day. Yeah. A new poll asked people uh, what they rather do than uh, – what would they rather do? Not so fun things than taxes. In other words, 49% of the people would rather go through jury duty. Than do their taxes? Yep. Wow. 36% would rather talk to their kids about the birds and the bees. Well, you shouldn't – that shouldn't be something that you'd think of as, like, the worst thing in the world. Have you had the birds and the bees, or did Ronnie handle that? You're not doing it. Ronnie handled yeah, it. Did you – could you do it? Oh, yeah. 
You could tell the P oh, and the yeah. V. You could tell the P no and the V way. to Kirby. Uh-uh. Yeah. No way. Oh yeah. Nope. We're not buying. Give me it. that uh, horn. Yeah, I was the... going to say you need you need the sound effects and the wackiness. There's no way. Could you? Do you think you could have that conversation? Yeah. And a man's semen supposedly tastes a little like bleach and pineapple. Yeah, I'd go. With that. <laughs> I could do it. I'll help you out. <laughs> Tell her what it tastes like. Shut up. She's going to find out the hard way. <laughs> 26% would rather miss a connecting flight. Then a girl rolls over, and that's called the prone position, and that's when a man takes this, puts it in her, <laughs> you know. It's easy. And then when they're in love, and sometimes you touch, sometimes so you lick a woman's sewer, and then you brush vigorously for minute after minute, then you apologize to the Lord about what you did with your... <laughs> And then a good woman Hands off. goes into the bathroom. <laughs> That's called a cream pie. I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah, you can't have a conversation with her about real stuff. Ronnie's handled it, though. We'll go over the uh, Urban Dictionary. Did you have your talk with Alex about P and the V? Yeah. yeah. He was very uncomfortable about it because yeah, he had awesome. it in uh, seventh grade. Is sex? When they had their sex. Uh, oh, the talk. The... the uh, uh, sex education, yeah, for like it was like a week. It was like a week long, and uh, he comes home, and so we knew it was happening because the school has to inf- has to inform you. Yeah. So that night yeah. at dinner, we're like, "So, uh, what'd you learn today?" today? Yeah. And he got beat right, and he's like, "I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> were you in the room when the conversation happened? Uh, she did uh, most of the stuff. Um, she had a question every now and then. She was doing, you know, health class. Oh, so it was school handled it. Yeah, school. Nobody's talked to her. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Bogan way. That's yeah. the Bogan way. He discovered that with his dad when they had the conversation yep. about Until 10 years Until you run ago. into a jam, then we'll talk. No. That's that's not, because then you got to discuss abortion. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. pretty comfortable she knows. Knows her, uh, <laughs> That's enough for that's, you. Knows wow. the birds, birds you the bees. you don't know for a fact. Right. Don't you want to know? Oh, yeah, I do. You're fairly confident that she's aware of it. Yeah, if I gave her a puzzle and say, okay. You want to know how I learned? piece it together on how you can make a a baby. (laughs) Oh, God. I knew for a fact that Alex knew. can't even say it to us comfortably. That made me uncomfortable with your make a baby. (laughs) That's how you make a baby. How come everything's all jokey with you? Go find the glove section, Kirby. Act like a grown-up man. Make a baby. (laughs) I knew for a fact with Alex when I uh, grabbed his wallet and there was a condom in it. Yeah. Well, that's just okay. a show. That's and I, a show. So I look like this, and, and he goes, hey, what are you doing? I said, I don't know. Did what's, Kurt have a talk this? with you? Uh, he tried, and he's like, you know, and he's like, dude, do you know all this stuff? And kind of like started <laughs> like, into it. I'm like, dude. close enough. And he goes, dude, good enough. <laughs> and that was about it. All <laughs> oh, right. You learn from friends. When did Dan have the conversation oh, with you? it was an uncomfortable moment at the dinner table in 1981. Because <laughs> my dad smacked my mom in the ass as she walked away from the table. He goes, looking good, Marcy. And I said, for what? And my sister goes, sometimes dad puts his pee-pee there. I'm like, what the hell is he doing to my mother? <laughs> <laughs> and then, so my sister got yelled at. Like, look, we learned about this. She was a few years older than me. So she was misknowledge on the situation. And, and then I just being inquisitive. I was inquisitive as a young age. So I went Perry Mason immediately. You're telling me my father sticks his pee-pee in what? Her honey hole or her, what's going on? And they tried to have a talk with me about it. And uh, I think I started crying pretty hard. It's like, that, that's my mother, you son of a bitch. 
Brady, would you like to have ChatGPT's advice? How to, how to talk to a child about birds and bees? Start the conversation by asking your daughter if she has any questions about sex, relationships, or her body. Ugh. Let her know that it's okay to feel curious and that you're here to help answer any questions she may have. With her mother. Yeah. <laughs> the harder questions will be handled by the higher-ups. <laughs> Explain to your daughter that sex is a normal part of human relationships. Oh, God. And that it's important to be responsible and safe. You can say something like, as you're growing up, you may start to feel attracted to other people. It's important to understand that sex is a natural part of being human, but it's also something that should be taken seriously. And you're going to notice your nethers are a-tingling, and you're going to want to... <laughs> You're going to start wanting to stuff things in the old, and you're going to make a baby. What is going on with my dad? Danny, what happened to you? I don't know. Don't make a baby. <laughs> Why do you have an accent? Did you watch Ted Lasso last night? That looks yeah. like your character from Ted Lasso. I have to turn into Jimmy Todd. Don't make a baby. Danny, what happened? I don't know. Just keep your... <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. Five, no kids. <laughs> Don't McDonald's care is changing its burgers, including the Big Mac. I read this. They're just adding more good stuff. The Big Mac is getting uh, more Big Mac sauce. Yeah. A writer for People Magazine tried it. She says it makes it more like a messy pub burger. Yeah. It makes it like a In and Out burger. Basically, America needs more the fat. Buds. Yeah. The buns. Well, the pigs are the thrilled about that. They're changing the buns. They're softer. McDonald's describes them as a pillowy bun, mm. freshly toasted to a golden brown. Speaking of pillowy buns, don't do your in the pillowy buns area. The cheese will be meltier. That's not a... The onions are also changing. Instead of tossing them on, Ooh, on at the end, they'll add them to the burgers on the grill creates more of a caramelized flavor. But if you do let him go inside you, that way you can't make a bail bail. I gotta go. <laughs> Evidently, the burgers have already rolled out in a few West Coast cities, including Phoenix. Yeah, that's great. Brady, say the phrase on the TV right now with a little anger. I can't work with these people. I will be in my trailer. That's perfect. And people are writing for Brady. Try one more time now that yeah. you saw the end of it. Yeah. Pompous, Brady. Be pompous about it. I can't work with these people. I'll be in my trailer. That's right. That's we need to get a trailer, better. and Brady needs to storm <laughs> off into his trailer. That says no admittance. <laughs> ben! Yeah. On average, oh. a new report says uh, Americans throw away about $63 worth of groceries every week, around $3,000 a year. Yikes. That's probably pretty Mostly active. fruits, vegetables. Yeah. Lettuce know. is the number one thing. No. What happened? I don't know. The whole thing just broke down. Uh-oh. I don't know what's going on. Oh, there we go. All right. I got a uh, wild world. Okay. And now it's time for some wild world. <laughs> wow. Talk about some... Hello, my friends. Passion. Yeah. Brady Bogan here with your wild, wild Bring world. Bring it on home, buddy. Another thing I want pompous Brady to walk around the building with is one of those... Uh, protective papers for, like, not get makeup on his collar. Oh, yes. <laughs> the news Just walk around all the time with that on. Like, he's almost always got a photo shoot coming up. Uh, we, oh. might have, we might have an intern soon. I'll see if uh, do? they can follow you around. What? With, like, what? Little makeup what are we thing. doing that for? <laughs> High schools have reached out. 
No. The answer is yeah, no. I don't want some high school kid <laughs> hanging around here. No. What's wrong with Chat you? ChatGPT will be happy. Yeah. We don't need an intern. We might be What the hell? Consult with me. I would. Just bring high school kids in here. That's dangerous. They're awful. You had some kid laying dead in the hallway covered in Benadryl tracks. Yeah. Wrong with you. All right, Tato One, give me the, give me the receipts. Give me the receipts. It's time for the Doug Hopkins price challenge. Now this one is one of Brady's receipts. Holy Christ! Like you, John, I uh, went to have uh, lunch on my own at Joe's Farm Grill. <laughs> this is all by, this is all you. All right, this is Brady. Yeah, yeah. Receipt? Brady Brady decided to Whoa. pop by and have some lunch by himself while Kirby talked to Ronnie <laughs> about important things uh, before we get to Wild America. Let's get we'll get right to this. Uh, it is uh, Joe's Farm Grill. Not surprising that Joe's Farm Grill is involved in the, uh, whoa, Jesus, in the challenge. Something's going on with this computer. Uh, all right. Uh, Brady had a farm burger, cheddar, fries, pickles, no veg. No veg? What? <laughs> Get that crap off my burger. I'm not a rabbit. <laughs> one milkshake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only one? Dark chocolate, too. It's good for your <laughs> That's heart. That's only the first receipt. <laughs> Listen, this, oh, it's is, once. this is one of the weird things about Brady's receipts. Let me turn the page. <laughs> uh, a milkshake, dark chocolate, and then the word now is written. Now! I think that's how Brady orders his food. Uh, one patty melt burger stack on Texas toast, spicy pickle fries, one pork tenderloin sandwich, a Caesar salad because we, you know. What do you do with that? Well, and, and then a bun for the Caesar salad. You made a sandwich. Oh, out okay. Lunch <laughs> buffet. One fountain, twenty-four ounce, seven up. Uh, tip not included, so it's just straight across here. You cash tipped it. So let's go again. Joe's Farm Grill. One farm burger. One milkshake, dark chocolate. Now, I don't. I've never seen a receipt with the word <laughs> "now" written on it, but you must have been fairly demanding. <laughs> one, one patty is that something like do you want that up front or now I want that now or no, 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 no. I'll be in my trailer Christ. <laughs> one patty melt burger stack on Texas toast and spicy pickle fries Those and then a good. pork tenderloin sandwich with one side included uh, Caesar salad bun and a fountain uh, 24 ounce 7 up uh, alright I'll tell you that it is Brett do you have a guess I'm Brady's uh, late lunch, first dinner. <laughs> Forty-seven seventy-two. I'll tell you, Brett is within fifty dollars either oh, way. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I'll say it's not over hundred. Oh, it's 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 ninety-nine ninety-nine is the parameter to the top, and Brett's guessing forty something. So I'd say Brett is. Brett is dancing around inside that 50s, $50 between each side. So 30 on either end. 80. Or actually less than that. More than that. 86 46. Toledo obviously much closer. I won't say if you went over or under, but you're much closer than okay. Brett's. I'll just say Brett Lowball. $40 for Brady's lunch. That's just naive. <laughs> I didn't expect what you What's the matter with you? <laughs> No and you said there you. is only one milkshake on there. Yeah, and it brings the yeah. boys to the yard. Okay. <laughs> now. That dark chocolate always does. Now. One milkshake, dark chocolate, now, please? All right, we'll get to it, sir. Jeez. Not done yet. I wonder if the now is... Uh... No, I know what the now is, Brady. We all know what now means. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing about that. It's not the National Organization for Women. It's just now. No like, whip. Right now. <laughs> 
it's now. We we all know what now means. You're too. not denying whipped cream yeah, on your, the guy, sh- on your yeah, shake. Exactly. I'm sorry to throw that out there. But. Let's cut out the whip and add ranch. <laughs> There's no possible way now doesn't mean the, the guy behind the counter looked at you and said, we better hurry up with that milkshake. There's going to be trouble. That first order, or the first part of that order, Kirby D. Okay. Why well, don't throw her under the bus. bus. Wow. Okay, it was mine. Man. My whole lunch. <laughs> this is the mustache shoes thing all over again. <laughs> She's the big eater. <laughs> She's got a problem. That's why they rode now. She was going to tear the place apart. Uh, Joe's Farm Grill. That is where it is. All you have to do is text your guess. Uh, the number is 97936. It is a four-number guess with a decimal point in the middle. There's no dollar sign necessary. You guess this properly. Brady's correct total paid. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. $11.16 is the tip. You did add that in. Okay. I didn't see that. I thought that was zero. Eleven sixteen is the tip. So that's what we're looking for. Add 11 for the tip of what you're thinking. So Brett was a little, nah, no, you're still way off. Uh, so, yeah, so... Number, number, dot, number, number is what you're looking for. When you get it right at 97936, you go into a category, you'll get a text back that says you nailed it, you're qualified. Wait a minute, whoa, 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 wait a what? minute. $11 for the tip? Yeah. And the bill was over $47. Yeah. Was Toledo tipping on this thing? <laughs> well, no. A little light there. That's about right. It's a little light. Yeah. No, 40 bucks. It's it's about, well, you're saying about, 40. Yeah. About 15%. And it's also a walk up to the counter thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're, you're, they do bring it to your table. So there's some. Yeah, they bring it to the that. table. So but it's, it's a little light. Throw a twenty percent. That's light. Uh, it's, it's a I little light. It's a little light. It's it's uh it's right it's, close that's to the eighteen. Lowest, it's about that's the lowest dollar you get that's when you Toledo have Toledo math. No, it's eighteen percent. <laughs> He's right. It's about eighteen. You're tipping on the pre-tax and all that. Okay. Eighteen. That's still light. Well, eh, it's, it's, the whole tip world has gone crazy. All right, Larry. Well, no, I'm just saying if it's full service, then you tip over twenty twenty-five. If it's just you going up to a counter, making the order, and then they bring it out to you. Standing in line for 20 minutes. 15, 18%. He's, well, he's right. And now the word when, now is involved. Did you just when hear you're that? At, yeah. <laughs> when you're at counter service and your only option as soon as you swipe your card is, how much would you like your right. tip to be? I've done yeah, a lot right. of the work here. But there's 18. There's 20% options. There's 25% yeah. options. You stood in line for 20 minutes? That's just no, no food's it's worth probably that. probably 10 or 15. Nothing's yeah. worth that. Joe's is good. What Kirby yeah, wants. Not that wow. good. No. Waiting, waiting to eat outside on a picnic table in 90 degrees. No. <laughs> okay, Kirby. Jesus. One milkshake, dark chocolate. <laughs> Ask me when I want it. We had an when would you table. like that, man? Oh, okay. No. One other thing about uh, texting. It is a text message. Yeah. Not a lot of people are using the app, yeah. and the app allows you to, it sends emails to me and Brett. That's why yeah. we were looking yesterday. Why are you still emailing people? Don't use the app to send in your guests. You have to send a physical text message to the number 97936 okay. with simply the number. That's too much. Larry's listening. He goes, hey, knock it off. I tip well. <laughs> Larry's a good tipper. <laughs> you heard Brady, apparently. Well, you know, in this situation, I'm going to side with Brady. <laughs> I didn't realize his family turned into Anton Sugar from No Country for Old Men when they ordered milkshakes. <laughs> How much for the milkshake? Ask Call it. Some. Call it. When do you think I want that? Sir, I don't know what we're talking about. Now. Again, like John said, no dollar signs. You're you're not qualifying if you put a dollar sign in. Right. Decimal yeah, no points. Dollar Decimal points necessary. Dollar signs. Not. All right. That's as easy as it gets. Guess the price and do it. It's 809. Brady, go on. Sorry. Oh, you got your Wild America still going. All right. Hit it. Wild, wild world. All right. Oh, jeez. Oh, now he's excited. Man, we have a zookeeper in China that saved a panda's life on Saturday by giving it the Heimlich maneuver. Oh. He's choking on a carrot. A panda was? Yeah. 
How big was that carrot? That's what people were saying. Once you uh, cut up the carrot a little more, but I'm like, man, it's choking. <laughs> it's the they they eat bamboo. Carrots. The pan- yeah, panda should be able to inhale a whole carrot. Anyway, the guy. Uh, that's a weak panda. It was not real big either. I also I wonder think. if that's real. Try to make Chinese people look tougher. Remember last week? You can't I- get your arms all the way around a panda. <laughs> and your Chinese. This wasn't a big panda. It was a baby then. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got to include sure? that part of the story. You're not I saw Heimlich. the video. It wasn't that big of a panda. A full-grown panda getting a Heimlich maneuver from, from no Chinese. The news was exaggerating. <laughs> they initially. got them little short arms. That's impossible. Yeah, they were saying it was a panda weighed about uh, 300 pounds. This one did not weigh 300 pounds because the guy could pick it up a little bit. Um, yeah, that's, that's propaganda film. Remember last week uh, the story about the bald eagle that was sitting on a rock? Thought it was an egg. Oh yeah, Murphy the bald eagle. Anyway, they the rock never hatched, uh, but he did get a baby. A baby? He did. <laughs> they found a baby that fell out of a nest. Introduced it to Murphy, and he's Murphy took right to it and feeding him fish. And because he took his eagle <laughs> and he stuffed it in another eagle, <gasps> and they made a baby. They're bonding beautifully. Well, that's nice. Single, that's your wild single wild dad in the eagle world. Wow, that's <laughs> unlike the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a that's a real thing. In about four more months, I'll have to have the birds and the bees talk with that eagle. Look at that, Toledo. If you fell out of the nest, uh, maybe an eagle could have raised you instead. Oh. And uh, hang on, I'll pull this up here in a second. Uh-oh. Go on. A groundbreaking new study by a neurologist at Johns Hopkins University and a team at Google figured out. A pretty easy way to help you live 10 years longer. No thanks. If you want that. Uh, just start doing some art. They found that you can live 10 years longer <laughs> just by spending about 45 minutes a day doing some kind of art you enjoy. That canoodling it. you heard was John's yeah. eye. <laughs> Whether it's coloring or painting or dancing and singing. Right, right. Like I want to add 10 years of color. Knitting, writing poetry. I like my plan. I got like nine years left. Check out. Wow, that seems about right. I know. I remember you said sixty-five, which 60. is a little bit more. Oh, sixty. Yeah. I thought you said sixty-five. No, sixty's always been kind of my target. That seems like enough. Okay. I'm not one of those people that says life is short. This is dragging on a long time. This movie is boring. <laughs> There's not a lot happening. So no new dogs for you? Uh, probably not. Okay. I love them very much. Maybe some older dogs. I could do oh, that. There you go. That's your wild, wild world. Okay. Yeah, I really don't see much need to go past that. Uh, my usefulness ends at sixty. I don't need to pollute the planet with more okay. me. All right. There's this dude that lives in the UK. His name's Ian Palmer. He's seventy-one years old. He suffers from that. I'll get to that in a second. Guillain Barr syndrome. Yeah. Oh. Completely paralyzed. Spent seven months in the hospital where he's unable to walk or speak properly. The rare condition develops when a person's own immune system attacks their body's nerves causing muscle weakness Terrible. sometimes paralysis doctors transferred the patient to the sue Ryder neurological care center state-of-the-art facility in the united kingdom uh his therapist claire also taught him a mindfulness uh technique using his favorite records basically the dude recovered he's better 
from listening to the Carpenters. Oh my God! Anything to just get him to get up Before and turn it off. Before he'd go to bed at night, <laughs> he'd turn on the right. Carpenter music. Yeah. If you'd have played like you know, well, I think the cure for most illnesses that lives uh, right here. Yeah. Anyone in a coma would wake up just to shut this off. Yeah, there's certain types of music. I think if you played enough 311 and I was incapacitated by Gillian Barr disease, I would eventually crack some bones to turn off the turntable. Quick, somebody play Boston. Toledo's in a coma. <laughs> this guy said, I turned 60 yesterday, John. You're right. Either way, I'm good to go right now. <laughs> he said, God damn it, I started listening to you in my 30s. Yeah, and, and you're still listening. Like Life didn't get better. <laughs> You've been stagnant for a long time. Well, a guy thinks that uh, he may have found what your dad was looking for and what I can use with Alex here. He looked up the IRS code. Right. So there's no age limit if your child is permanently and totally disabled. <laughs> my dad was going to disable me. Or meets the qualifying relative <laughs> test. <laughs> for the tax break, my dad was going to scramble me. He was going to huh. make sure you're scrambled. Yeah. One way so or another, that says, makes sense to me. John got out of it, but you still have time with yeah. your son. To you're going to be a sure permanent that. dependent. I made it. <laughs> you made it. Yeah. He was going to... At the very least, get some sympathy he was, he from friends for having back. a special kid. Sammy Burko is a teenage boy, 16 years old. He lives in Missouri City, Texas. And he went to a rock climbing gym where he suffered cardiac arrest and died. On the wall? He was on the wall. Oh, my. cardiac arrest. Paramedics showed up, did CPR, tried to revive him for two hours. Oh, my goodness. Got him to the hospital, and they called it. It's dead. Parents sitting by the bed. Wow. Two hours after a uh, miracle. Yikes. Then Demar Hamlin showed up, and the Bills will wear his number next year. Dude wakes <laughs> up, just out of nowhere. Yeah. The doctor said, uh, "Well, he, he does suffer from a condition that's genetic in the family that oh. the potential to be able to." Have a cardiac go into cardiac. That he arrest. can resurrect himself. That's quite a <laughs> DNA. Doctor condition. says it is. Never seen it before. So, of course, the parents. I've read about it. Miracle Boy. Made a whole book and holidays out of the guy. But he has uh, a ways to go being out that long. No, he's brain dead. He's well, he's uh, the amazing thing is that's the miracle part. He wasn't brain dead. He he did uh, lose some of the short term memory. Oh, sure. But the body function is what you got to rehab walking and learning that all over again. So he's in shutdown mode, but he's breathing. Yep. That's crazy. I guess you just leave somebody laying around long enough, they'll pop back up. <laughs> it seems it happens in third world countries all the time. Like, a dude just what? pops out of the coffin. Yeah. You see, and like, don't they have any sort of system between he's dead and put him in the box that would ensure his like organs don't work? Anymore? Don't we load him full of some sort of fluid that would. Dude's popping out of coffins. He's been dead for a half hour. Yeah, put him I'm in the calling box. it. <laughs> That's enough. Box I'm, him up. I got a lot on my plate. Got this guy uh, that lives in Danbury, Connecticut. He's been arrested for running a little uh, dental operation out of his hotel room. I don't think that should be illegal. Hugo Morales arrested and charged with practicing dentistry without a license. Also was given 
people drugs afterwards. See, I look at it as capitalism. I think it's capitalism. If there's a market for it and people attend it, then he's allowed to do it. Guy came into town, yeah. set up shop. Now, if he's lying saying I'm a dentist, that's one thing. But if you ever go to someone's house for yeah, dental that's work, the big thing. that's on you. Like I, I, I am suspicious of pulling up to a home and ringing a doorbell to go to the dentist. Like, if I go into a place and there's a TV, a living room, and, like, some kids' toys, and then the other room is the dental chair, I'm like, oh, this isn't, I'm not getting my toes done here. Now, what about going to Nogales and stuff like that when those people go to dentists down there? Crazy? That's what I'm saying. Nogales is in Mexico. (laughs) You know how many people are trying to escape that place? Why would I go towards it? That's the 9-11 of countries. I'm not running towards Mexico. You cross the road right there on the, or the border right there on your way to Rocky Point. The first three shops you see are yeah, dentist yeah. And, and surgeon. And that's why it shouldn't be illegal. If you're willing to do it, then you do it. Mm-hmm. If a guy's willing to you know, put a dentist's office in his garage and there's people who are willing to do it, it's caveat okay. emptor. Yeah, exactly. Buyer beware. <laughs> but I don't think it should be illegal. I think, it, again, that's kind of like, a, oh, you go to the neighborhood dentist. He's fantastic. It's cheaper. Well, you get what you pay for. You'll see that on next door if you have a good neighborhood oh. dentist. The guy's doing it out of his back room, and I'm telling you, I've never felt better. During the winter, we go out in the backyard. It's fabulous. He went in his yard, and he grabbed some rocks, and he painted them white <laughs> and replaced my molars. <laughs> Carved them out yeah. right there. <laughs> right in front of me. $20. The general manager of one of the top public golf courses in Virginia was arrested. Craig Lucky, 55 years old, was the general manager of the golf club of, in Dumfries. And uh, they found his phone in the women's restroom recording. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. It just left it in and there. And caught uh, oh, God. five other videos yeah. that have been recorded in the past. You know, I kind of want to open the phones up to things like uh, these moments now as my inquisitive nature turns to, okay, I'm just never going to understand it. Explain it to me. Like, I can ask all the questions I want. I want to hear from somebody who finds women pooping and peeing videos good. You're out there. There's too many times that people get caught with cameras in women's restrooms. Now, what are we looking at? Are we looking? Are we listening for the? What do we? What do we? Why? Like my big question is why. I'm not going to judge you. I already have. I just want to know what that is. Like when you're attracted to a woman in a toilet. Like I do everything I can to never hear that. Yeah. Is it about that, or is it just uh, they're trying to get a upskirt shot, or just a? Okay, but even still. The payoff of the upskirt shot uh, is included in your video will be. <laughs> so how, what, which are you into? Is the upskirt shot the thing and you just keep it muted so you don't hear the. <laughs> <sighs> I better flush this. Is that infected? <laughs> Highly infected. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I, I, you, so you, good you're question. a you're a question. Should we go to the phones? <laughs> they're, they're not calling. Those guys won't call. They know they're deviant. They know something's wrong with them. Did you mention it already? Like yesterday's video, like that guy seeing that on the side of the road would have the to, butthole flex. Yeah, the, is it? Someone's you think into the it. prolapsing is the thing that some guys into it. The guy that got it was like, thank God so my that, dash cam was working. Yeah, well, in order for that, that breathing sarlacc, uh, is, is in order for that not to recover, somebody has to keep using it. <laughs> so he, yeah. she's not spending time on the DL. Her rosebud is because it's constantly in flex. <laughs> you know, it's constantly being, you know, that inside out shirt is being used regular. 
Oh, hope nobody's taping this. This couple did something romantic. Um, they decided to die together. Oh, that is Romeo and Juliet. They're in India, and uh, he was 38 years old. His wife, Hansabin, is 35. Cut off their head. Cut off their heads they with a guillotine-like. Head? Oh, jeez. Contraption. Basically, they both lay down. Oh, one they, blade. They, they oh, pulled. it's a guillotine. And their heads two. rolled into a ritual fire pit. Oh, as a human sacrifice to the Hindu god Vishnu. Rajkot. Which one's Rajkot? R A S H K A T. Oh no, maybe that's the city. A Hindu <laughs> Hindu uh, city of Rajkot. He's ahead of to a Hindu support. god. They did it to a Hindu god. They wouldn't. Uh, they didn't specify say which the name. Yeah, because it's. Let me uh, see if I can find. Well, it's a polytheistic. It was Vishnu. It's, yeah, Vishnu's the big one. It's polytheistic. They have many gods, but Vishnu's a big boy. Vishnu's got all those arms. The god of preservation. Keeping all, you know, pick it up and stuff. Vishnu can pick up a lot. Vishnu would be a great maid. Also known as the great maintainer. Great how about, great maid, how about Visha? I don't know Visha. V-I-N-C-H-I-Y-A. That's Vinsha. Vinsha. If I had to live in India, I'd cut my head off, Me too. Because their bath water and their drinking yeah. water is the same. And all those people. And there's a lot of Trains Indians. and stuff. Man. <laughs> oh, as I used to say in the old West, a whole lot of Indians. <laughs> they left a note for their family asking their parents to take care of their kids. Son, 13. Daughter, 12. Like, do they have a family guillotine? No. Or just the two of them. Just just the two. Over there, it's different. It's a lot of Indians, not enough chiefs. Here, it's the opposite. <laughs> Let's get to some radio videos. All right. First one, we got a uh, girl getting hurt. Not paying attention to the hole in the floor. Uh-oh, she's going to get swallowed. Oh, there is a current hole in the floor. Yeah. She doesn't know about the giant hole in the... Oh, my God, she's oh, in the earth. Oh, man. What kind of shopping center allows a person-sized... Holes. Oh, yeah, that's the future of your kids. Holes and floors are no match for the person staring directly at their Apple wow. iPhone. Oh, that your stomach had to imagine your stomach just you're wandering around muse trying to get yourself a new top. She's getting ready to open the store, you think? What's going on there at Banana Republic? Yeah, why is there a hole in the floor at all? She's got the espresso machine on, ready to go. Just step over here. Oh yeah, that giant hole. Daddy! Oops. Daddy. I wonder if she finished the text though. Next one, uh, you and Brett have been suffering from allergies. A little bit, man. Cats have been suffering from allergies as well. Okay. Oh, is that snot coming out of a cat's yeah. head? Oh, oh sweet Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch oh, I've ever oh. seen. Oh, that is that a rubber band. foot and a half of cat's oh. Jesus oh. Christ, that glob at the end. How? That's what I spit out every morning. Oh. How good does that cat feel right now, though? Oh, oh really? Yeah. On the 51, every time I, I, I spit out my baby drowner, because it is thick, <laughs> it's probably that much. I wake up, I wake up with a baby drowner that every morning. That is so much. Oh, my God. From oh. that little head. I had a baby drowner in the shower, and I couldn't waffle stomp it. I had to melt it. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>! <laughs> I had to turn the heat up and stand out of the shower. I was trying to heal it down in there. I'm like, this thing's powerful strong. I'm going to slip and fall down. It's like a bath mat. Oh, it was one of those moments, you know, Brett, you know, because you have it. You, oh, have yeah. that, you just do that <clears throat> when your mouth is just packed full of baby drowns. Yep. 
So I spit it out. I got a Sprite and a graham cracker because I'm pretty sure it was going to have life. <laughs> I think I gave myself a little oral abortion. And then I'm looking at the drain. I'm like, well, go on then. Get out of here. And I'm just looking at it kind of moving around the grate. And I'm like, it won't, find a, it won't find a way down. It's the thing. So I put my heel on it. And it just became like, ah. now I'm playing in a jug band. Oh, it's a gel insert yeah. in the shoe. And, just, <laughs> and then finally, I'm just like, well, if I turn the heat up, it should melt it. Down she went. Like the Fat Albert Band did and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, John's got a new instrument today. It's a baby drowner on a shower grate. <laughs> All right, Brett, what do you got? Uh, I don't have anything. To oh, okay, nothing I can compare with that one. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. One. I, yeah, uh, need some help. We got right. three people. Three people have guessed Brady's order correctly. Joe's Farm Grill, one farm burger, cheddar, fries, pickles, no vegetables. <laughs> one milkshake, dark chocolate. Now, <laughs> you're the best man I've ever seen. <laughs> mine is not even like mine are just like steak and cheese sandwich, please. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's implied now. Yeah, anyway, one patty melt burger stack, Texas toast, spiky, spiky, spicy pickle fries, a pork tenderloin sandwich, a Caesar salad with a bun. You gotta explain that one. A fountain 24 ounce seven up. Uh, Name, boss. $11, yeah, $11 tip included. Uh, Brett guessed in the 40s, low. Toledo guest in the 80, 80s, yeah. high. Okay. So we'll say it's somewhere between 50 and $80. We got a couple emails there on the printer that... Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh-oh. It says $11.18 is the tip. According to Toledo, the bill should be about $287. <laughs> <laughs> I put Brady's order in chat GPT and asked it to calculate the total, and instead it told me no human should be ordering all of this food. <laughs> that's Andrew Barr. It's probably true. Either way, that's what was ordered, and it was ordered... Uh, too sweet, no haste. <laughs> now. <laughs> Never seen now written on a, a thing. I hope it is no whip, but I prefer that it was demanding. Uh, you guessed that price at 97936. And you, uh, and all you got, no dollar sign, no extra stuff, just two numbers, decimal point, two more numbers. Uh, somewhere between 50 and $80. That is where we are with this. Guess the price. It'll give you a, a prompt that says you got it right, and you'll be qualified to win Doug Hopkins. $5,000 guarantee at UFest. That's five grand in your hand just for playing this stupid game. How simple is this? And happy birthday to our friend Doug Hopkins today. He turns a ripe old 52. Good for Dougie. Uh, it's 827. Uh, there you go. I got something I want to play for you guys that's just flat horrifying. And it's, you know, no matter what age group you are, this isn't generational. This is one of those things you're like, oh, no. Uh, we'll get with that next. It's the Brady Report. It's all done. 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. Uh, I got an email from Steve Greenemeyer. He's the guy that wants to be my best friend, Steeler fan, but he's a Browns fan, so I don't trust him. Uh, says, John, been married 12 years, together for almost 20. You've seen my wife. I sent you a picture on your email of us in front of Eric's family barbecue to tell you it was the best barbecue ever. Uh, she's a hot woman. Still very attracted to her. Tons of TNA, yo. <laughs> nice. nice. All right. <laughs> this dude's talking yo. about This dude's talking about wives. Uh, he says, our sex life is great, but we're always looking for new things. Lo and behold, Holmberg's morning sickness opened the door. The egg test you did a while back. 
Uh, I gave it a run. She says, nice change of pace. Her quote was, it's like when guys talk about getting different or strange. That's what it felt like. You were, you were new to her. I'm doing things I've never done to her, and she loves it. And she's showing how much she appreciates it in return. So, from the bottom of the Greenemeyer household, heart, thank you from both of us, Steve and his hot TNA wife. There you go, Steve. See? We did that little thing a few days ago where that lady uncovered that a, a man's touch to a woman's uh, honey button should be no harder than if you're trying to massage an egg yolk that has not been cooked. I gave it a try, and if you notice, I sucked the raw egg out of Brady's hand, and then I've been sick for two and a half weeks. <laughs> so it's pretty much, I, I'm correlating the two. It's a tieback, you know. I believe we did that on a Thursday, and I was sick as a dog Tuesday through, uh, they still shoot the baby drowners out there in the morning. Well, that first one. I'm surprised there hasn't been, like, spin-outs on the on-ramp on Bethany Home when I go to work. Because that moment where I go, <coughs> and I have to roll that window down, and I'm, like... They're still spinning in there. <laughs> no, Seemed to be some sort of spill yeah, on the 51. Just an incredible, like, some sort of centrifuge. It's spinning out of control, like that lady in the basket in the helicopter. Just cars hit it and just spin for hours. Like a video game, but I yeah. So since I did that egg thing with Brady, I've been wildly ill, but I'm feeling better now. So we should try it again. Risky. Uh, only eight people have gotten the That's correct so far. Doug Hopkins price That's so, so far. far on Doug's birthday. Are they over? Are they shooting over? Or they're, they're, they're within reason. Yeah, they're within, close. Yeah. So you're pennies. You're missing yep. by pennies here and there. Again, you're guessing Brady's bill at Joe's Farm Grill with an eleven dollar and sixteen cent tip. Brady got one farm burger, cheddar, fries, pickles, no vegetables, one milkshake, dark chocolate, right now, one patty melt, burger stack, Texas toast, spicy pickle fries, one tenderloin, pork tenderloin, plus side, a Caesar salad with a bun, and a, <laughs> again, a, fount, a fountain drink, 24-ounce 7-Up. It is somewhere, I'll give you this now as we close in on uh, ending it, somewhere between 65 and $82. With tip included. You guess the exact amount, text it to 97936. Two numbers, decimal point, two more numbers, no dollar sign, no nothing like that. You're going to knock yourself silly. Don't use the KUPD app. Text it from your right, phone from your to 97936. 97936. Jesus, what's going on with this thing? 97936. And you do it. Only eight people so far will be in the drawing for... You got a great shot today. Yeah, so, so we, we're doing five this week and one more. If you're listening on the app, you'll qualify just for having time spent on the uh, 90 at KUPD app listening to us. So there's that. All right, I want to play something for you. Listen to this. Uh, Oasis broke up years ago, and they have a new album out. Uh, they, they decided to... And this is a surprise, right? Oasis has put out an album. They hate each other, but and I loved Oasis. Listen to this. Uh, give it a click here. This is Oasis's new one. Noel Gallagher has put this out. I think. Or you're playing the interview. This is what you no, said. No, no, no. You got, to, you got to get the wrong thing. This is what you said. I know, but something sent wrong. So oh. let me let me play it again. Okay. Let me show you again. I'll send this one. All right. You jackass. Me? This yeah, is no. You here said we go. get this ready. Here, don't, don't put it on the TV either. Don't put it up oh, on the screen. All right. uh, this is an unbelievable thing that you're, you're going to get knocked out. And well, so they, send they that haven't again. repaired the relationship. I heard at one time they're like, okay, we're, we're uh, better. Uh, that might have just sent the exact same thing again. No, this is different. Okay, good. All right, there you go. Let so me play get it that up. thing. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Stop, stop, yeah, stop. Stop playing it. But it, it's a, it's an amazing song. You're going to be blown away at because Oasis. And, and I, but I'm, it is still the same thing. It's it all the same like, band. I can't. I can't so stand, they can't stand each other. Don't know how they did it, but they put this together. 
And Oasis now yeah, has I think it's playing. a new album. Listen to this. A new release Tuesday. I'm, a, I'm an Oasis fan. I like Oasis. I'm a big fan of Noel Gallagher's High Flying Herd. Yeah. Here's what you need to know about this. AI did it. Oasis is not back together. Oasis did not make an album. A guy said, I want a new Oasis album. That's not any living human being. That's the do- all that's AI. AI. All AI. Wow. So now, because that's Oasis, take the formula of whatever band. Now, they're in the, in the in the stuff they did, there's a few songs that are already written. They gave to AI and said, sing it as one of the Gallagher brothers. That's AI saying, what does the Gallagher brothers sound like? You give them a clip. Got it. It didn't have vocal placement. AI decided to sing it this way. It's AI's decision to put this kind of... Uh, That's a smash hit. This is horrifying. So now the Beatles can have a new album. Anybody can put an album out of that. Isn't that amazing? Somebody's going to quote-unquote unearth unreleased tracks from right. John Lennon and all that kind of stuff. And right. Kurt Cobain. The concert will be horrible, though. Live. <laughs> I don't think you're going to want to go to the live show. <laughs> Can you believe that? The only thing that's going to save the live music part. I mean, it's holograms, they... I guess. Or AI creates you know, fake stage shows. And it's kind of a cool song. Yeah. Is that amazing or what? Amazing. We're screwed. Yeah, we're screwed. Now keep in mind, as we're like, hey, neat, that's neat. This technology didn't exist in February. It did not exist at all in February. It's created its own thing. AI has now Again, said... Elon Musk says, guys, yeah, take a break. It, right. Because it's doing this so fast. Like, you want, Liam, you want a Gallic? You want an oh, I can do an alphabet, and it'll be perfect. But it does make me kind of say, ooh, I kind of want to abuse that. This is, it really does. It really does. Yeah, I, I wanna, I, and, and I'm a decent human being. I know, contrary to popular belief and public opinion, I'm an actually a decent man. Uh, As opposed to Brady. Give me Chris Cornell uh, on this. Exactly. Yeah. I want that. If I can create a Chris Cornell song, I'm making him do it. That's horrifying to As art say, and progress. Your heroes will never die because no you'll one be will. Able, you'll be able to see Aerosmith like at the at, and I bring them up because we we were talking yeah. about them, but they'll be at their perfect height yeah. anytime you want to see yeah, them. I want Aerosmith songs written in the uh, what is that music box Diane or whatever. No, I want the seventies ones. Yeah. So I'm just going to give AI this write stuff like this. The toys in the attic. Toys in the attic. Stuff. I'm like okay, and it'll do it. And maybe it'll strike out, but so will Aerosmith. I guarantee you their new album's going to stink. The real guys. So I just asked Chat GPT, write an original song that would have been performed by the band Oasis in 1996. Here's what it came up with. I'll just give you the first verse. Sitting in the Sitting shadows. Sitting in the shadows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can hear it. Yeah. It doesn't do the song, though. Yeah, this, this Chat GPT doesn't do the, the doesn't do the I don't know where this guy does this, but I know they're out there. Is that amazing or what? And then, But now, I mean, yes, that's scary. I want this to be abused. But again, now we're getting into that weird conversation of like, Grandma can't die. <laughs> right? I'm going to talk to right. her on the phone every day. Oh, 
I didn't even think about that. Well, we that. had that, that was, that's been yeah. a story last week where it's like they can recreate your family your, members. Your and family now Family members that are kidnapped. I didn't think about it the other way. Your wife that uh, passed away. Right. Go to law school, kids, because yeah. you're going to make Man. millions with this trying to fight all this. Some guy says, hey, John, you can finally give Stephen Holmberg a voice. Yeah, I'll make him a big bigot. All right, so it's 30, <laughs> Oh, wait, that's my voice. It's a full album because it's 32 yeah. minutes worth of music. So I jumped ahead. This is. And uh, I read a couple of things about it. In. My friend Brian sent it to me. I read a couple of things about it, and some of the songs are already pre written. AI doesn't know, like, the music. It just oh, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, here's the lyrics. And I thought, okay, I can do that. And it. And it that is artificial. I, I, I don't know that my brain wraps around this. I love the name, too, AISIS. 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 don't know that my brain works. And they can just say, hey, Liam won't do it. Make AI do it. No one will know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I, and again, just reading about this as much as I have been, that the technology we are now getting from the voice, and again, maybe it's me because... I like impressions, and my job's done. I'm terrible now. There's no reason for the Guadalupe Squares ever again. They can do perfect versions. This guy wrote in, again, John, it didn't exist for us. You know for sure the oh, government's no. had it for a while. That's true. They don't let us have this stuff without them having a counter to it. Very true. So then now we know that this exists. But again, even the AI inventors are saying AI invented this without us thinking about it. So there are certain aspects of it that they knew. They just didn't think it would jump ahead this fast. That it that it's given the the danger of releasing AI to the public is at least the government had control of it or somebody had control of it before. Now they're like, hey, you guys want to play with this? And what we've done is immediately make it invent that. Yeah. So if if that's the path we're on, I mean, it showed up in our lives in November, and we were like, this is neat. It can write stories and stuff. And now it's like, not only that, it resurrects the dead fairly easily and it'll take guys who won't sing anymore and make them sing in their prime you could have anything you want i mean that, that it's the and again i want to abuse it but i also recognize that this is this is weird it's just weird i guess the question i would have is how do we embrace it because i've been saying that since i'm like let's embrace this let's not fight it but how do you embrace that how do you embrace it it's tough just being a better version of you you know, he's not writing songs like that right now. He's not singing like that right now. That's his prime voice. Man, it's yes, not it's real. A, up to you if it's a it's you know better version. That sounds like it right there. Well, I mean, you wouldn't know if I'd have, I played it for you. You'd have been like, "That's cool. I like the new Oasis." You wouldn't know. Oh, the Gallagher, but you're asking questions. They're back together. They're you know, your brain goes to normal, and this is like how easy how easy could I fool you with this? And this is just music. I got to say, and this is going to bring up a whole S-storm. Oh, boy. Wait for the elections. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, we're uh, we're yeah, screwed. Thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, and then Ryan says, I love Oasis, John. This Iasis song you're playing is insane. It's a damn sweet song. It's AI generated. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, give me a new Soundgarden album. I'm not, I'm not going to sit back and not want that if it's capable. It's you think uh, AI, like the, the last song on the album is the one that stinks? <laughs> AI even writes a clunker. That's the brother. That's Noel. 
Find yourself waiting on the line. Yeah, that's the clunker. Yeah. It's the valley. And you're the sinking stone. That's crazy. I don't like it. I, I like it and I don't like it at the same time. Isn't that nuts? Matt says, do you think that psychics and people who commune with the dead will start using them? Of course they will. Imagine, the, like, in order Especially to... Especially if you are Googleable. Look, if, 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 if you're willing to wander into a psychic's crappy house with the, the neon sign psychic in the window and say, I need to communicate with my dead brother, you're already suspending disbelief. You're already hoping against hope that this person has the power. Now they bring his voice to the party. You know, all you need, I just need a recording of him and whatever, and I can communicate with that. It's the biggest game in the world. Now he, you're going to have to have another safe word with your, hey, when you die. When you die. What's our safe Houdini. word? Yeah. Houdini had a safe word. That if I come back, I'll, I'll do this. And he said, if I die, this will, this will be, that's how you know it'll be me. I don't remember what the safe word was. Yeah. I think it was the coconuts. I don't remember. <laughs> He was, yeah, was going to sing Petra songs to you as he came in. If you and if that happens, you know Houdini is in the house because he told us way before. He knew about coconuts before all of us. But yeah, isn't that crazy? That's a weird step into the future. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's scary, but man, I would like to hear. Uh, well, you can start playing that game for a lot. I can. I would love to hear. Like this guy says, uh, the Back in Black album. If Bon Scott sang it. I think it would sound pretty similar, but that's a thing you could do. And I just want a new Soundgarden album. I want, uh, and you can do it to living people. Tom Petty. I'd love some more Tom Petty in my life. So this particular system. Nipsey Hustle for Whites. That- maybe one of those deals. If I could get him to write some songs that relate to me. Like, you know, how hard it Tupac, is to. Tupac, Biggie. Yeah, I want to hear Nipsey Hustle doing a song about how hard mayonnaise jars to open. <laughs> just Nipsey Hustle for the Whites. I'm write, I'll, I'll see what Chad GP <laughs> writes. I don't know. Sane Anger that actually sounds listenable. Right. Redo Sane Anger to make yeah. it good. It's creepy. Anyway, so I just wanted to throw that out there because once it goes, you don't need to. Uh, yeah, I got tons of people like this one's AI too. This one's AI. It's out there, man. So eventually it'll be, you know, if they're already doing it with your kids to make them sound kidnapped. How fa- I mean, how much tape is there of you and me? Brady, that is out there that people can make us all of us horrible kidnappers or oh drug dealers or whatever. I mean, they'd have a variety of voices. They'd have two here's, voices. It's still right, but here's Nipsey Hussle's mayonnaise. Scooch it up. Let me see the size. Size it up. Okay. I'm addicted to the drip. Oh, on, is man. the first line of mayonnaise. So you, you wrote in song about mayonnaise that rapper Nipsey Hussle would uh, have written. I'm addicted to the drip. That creamy, smooth sensation. Mayonnaise. My condiment of choice. It's my temptation. It's more than just a sauce. It's a way of life. I put it on my burger sandwiches and even fries. <laughs> now the chorus. <laughs> yeah. Mayonnaise. My one true love. Yeah. Can't get enough. Can't get enough. It's the condiment that never fails. Nipsey Hustle on the mail trail. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is something Nipsey Hustle now talking to me as a cracker. Thanks, Nipsey. I can relate to this. I don't know what it's like to walk down the street and worry about catching a cap in the ass, but I do understand how hard it is to avoid the mayonnaise. Verse 2. Verse 2. They say it's just eggs and oil, but it's so much more. It's the perfect balance of flavor, a taste that I adore. I can't imagine life without it. It's my everything. I even put it on my tacos. It's a secret seasoning. (laughs) (laughs) Mayonnaise. The one that I love. There's a bridge. Uh, What's the bridge? 
I know some people hate it. Yo, yo, play. I know some people hate it. They say it's too plain. But for me, it's the perfect compliment. It's never in vain. It's my go-to condiment. My secret sauce. And when I comes to mayonnaise, I never had a loss. Lifty hustle in the house. <laughs> Raise your helmets in the air. Raise it like you just don't care. If Hellman's doesn't seize yeah. on that right now. If there's now, a sandwich in the house, scream! <laughs> Could you do that to uh, ask James Brown his version of mayonnaise? mayonnaise? Now, see, I related to James Brown. I don't need yeah. him to sing yeah. white people songs. He <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah, I Feel Good was a whitey song. I need, like, you know, to relate to a different culture. Yeah. Nipsey didn't make sense to me. James was ours. We need to have James sing about responsible driving. <laughs> like James Brown. Stop at the red light. One of those things. I don't know how it works, but it, you know, you can have fun with it. I want to play with it. I want it to be real. But uh, now you're now you're doing that raise the dead thing. Put your phone down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, James Brown just singing those signs we see. <laughs> you know, the cute ones about, you know, eyes down usually ends in a wreck. Or James Brown for Lerner and Row, you know. <laughs> yes. You can do anything, and that's the horrifying thing to put these celebrities in bad spots. Anyway, just thought I'd toss that one out there. It's creepy. Thank you for Nipsey Hussle's mayonnaise song. I now understand it. He's the godfather of rap. I didn't know why. It's a big deal to that community, and it didn't resonate with me. Good stuff. You got a few more minutes to try to guess that game for Doug Hopkins' five grand. Not many people getting it right today, so if you've gotten that text back that says, nice job, you guessed it correctly... Damn it all, you are in a very small pile of winners that might be drawn to get 5000 bucks at U-Fest on May 6th. Uh, we gave you the menu items. We gave you Joe's Farm Grill. We told you it's somewhere between 60 and $81. Uh, that's where we're at with that, somewhere in there. And all you got to do is text 97936 and give us that thing. Uh, if not, have Chat GPT guess for you. 26 so, people so far. Now 26 out of the thousands that keep trying. Thousands. So one of those 26 people will be in the, in the finals. If we do the drawing now, you got like 10 more minutes, so get on it. We got hot releases coming up in a little bit. And we'll see if they're real or not. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. That's it. The plug's been pulled. On the old text machine, so you can no longer text in your guesses, 38 total, Toledo? Yep. 38 total people got it right. So, a little later this morning, through a random generator known as Ben in Toledo, uh, someone's number will be drawn from the pile. Our, our little text machine will just spit a number out. That will be today's qualifier. You'll get a call from Ben, our super promotion, super guru, maybe Drew, maybe Toledo. Somebody's going to call you. Ben. So answer your ben phone. Answer your unknown caller. It might be your AI daughter saying, they've got me. They're flying me to Dubai. Have a safe word just in case. Or it could be one of us and it's not AI related and telling you you're qualified for Doug Hopkins' $5,000 guarantee at UFest. And happy birthday to our friend Doug Hopkins. I'll be buying Doug a drink tonight. <laughs> Sun's game. The H&H Ranch will be a bumper. Shrimp Island. What? My nose just start bleeding like a cancer patient in a movie. Might have. Is that happening? That was crazy. Yeah, Shrimp Island. Maybe you just got so excited about Shrimp Island. <laughs> oh, man, the Shrimp Island. Good deal, you know. 
Just feeding Channel 3Z and Schwartz and I shrimp back and forth. Just, oh, baby. Uh, You find your own way in, buddy. I've been scamming on my own. I don't you turn to piggyback on my deal. You'll blow it. Are you guys here uh, because you're supposed to be? No, my friend John steals bands. Hey, hey, hey! Sorry. The jig is up. That's not what you say. (laughs) Yeah, I was waiting. He wasn't here. Very Gail Gordon of you. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> uh, it's time for the hot releases, and they. My, oh, by the way, the price was seventy seven dollars and ninety six cents. Correct. Seventy seven ninety six is what Brady spent on lunch. Sixty two dollars uh, subtotal, eleven dollars and sixteen cent tip. What is the deal? Dollars and eighty six with putting a bun on a Caesar salad. I think he had a side, the Caesar salad Who? on the side, and my brother's. Oh, put your brother. The, uh, Bun on the, uh, you got a choice of Texas toast or bun on the pork tenderloin sandwich. Why would that be included in the Caesar salad part? Though? Wouldn't that be included in the pork tenderloin? I think tenderloin? it's a later direction, no, it's pork, basically. The Caesar salad is a side for the san- oh, tenderloin gotcha. sandwich. The sandwich doesn't normally come with a bun? Oh, you just got to choose you your bread. You get fries or. Take it. Yeah. You either get fries or a bun? Oh, no, no, no. You have a choice of a bun or Texas toast. No, gotcha. All right. Dark, dark chocolate milkshake. That's getting it done. Now. Now. Never seen a receipt with the word now printed on it until Brady gave me his. But <laughs> somehow or another, it all added up. Like no a, veg stack. No veg is like, just get that. Come on, player. Get that <laughs> plate. <laughs> uh, it's time now. Another no veg place. Eric's Family BBQ is bringing you the hot releases. Uh, if you want to head on out there, well, darn it all, you're going to do yourself a flavor. Uh, brisket is king, and Eric's Family Barbecue is the only restaurant in Arizona that offers the whole hog barbecue daily. It's hard to look at. I'm not going to lie, but for barbecue people, they tend to really get excited. It's tasty, though. Yeah, it is. It's it's Playboy for fat guys. It's basically just a naked <laughs> pink thing splayed out for you. And you just have to step around all the guys kind of rubbing themselves, going, where's that hog going to be in my belly soon? Yeah. Could you, Can I see her? Could you stop grabbing it and walk away? Oh, it's out on display. Yeah. It's like Shannon Tweed. It's just a fold out in the middle of the parking lot. <laughs> Fat guy's just going, can I look? Get it in your belly because it's worth it. I have to close my eyes when I see a corpse before I eat. <laughs> but I know what's going on. Just don't tell me how the sausage is made. I'll eat the sausage. Meat, mesquite, repeat. That is the place to go. Ericsfamilybbq.com. Uh, the best in all of America. I love that place. Might be going there this weekend. Uh, all right. Who's going first, Brett or Toledo? What do you want? Either one. Let's go with Brett. Okay. All right. You got to pull yours down. You got any OEIs? Any uh, fake no. stuff? You sure? All right. Mine's all real. All right, let's see. All right. We'll start things off with the uh, Texas Hippie Coalition. Uh-huh. And this is Hellhounds. These guys are pretty solid for what they are. Yeah. Put some pounds on even for being a fat oh, guy yeah. before. Just seen him last year when he came to town. He was fat before, now he's twice as fat. And can he stand up? Imagine their tour rider. Oh, man. Or his, I guess I should say. <laughs> All right. Need a dressing room full of chili and gravies. Dark chocolate milkshake now. Texas Hippie Coalition is pretty we much... We do them for the wake-up song. 
Here's my Halloween costume. Uh, yeah, no kidding. That is not something to aspire to, Brady. Let's pull the plug on that costume. Hey, please. I'm saying, yeah, Come on, add Chief. Some... No, 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 no. We're not going to go down that road going, that's good for me. I need you to have a higher bar for yourself. <laughs> I don't want you to look at Texas, Hipp- Te- Texas Hippie Coalition and say, no. I can, pull, I can yeah. pull that off. I want you to see that as a cautionary tale, my friend. Uh, this band is through fire. We used to play one of their songs. I, I can't remember what the original single was, but uh, they're back, and this is one called Lose It. Okay. Through fire. I don't remember them at all. They were kind of a one hit. Barely remember yeah. them, man. Didn't hit that last speed bump, so saved it. That's not terrible. No, this is the this is what they were before. I don't know. This is the in the this is through fire. Okay, sounds like nothing more. I don't remember this at all. I do. do you? you guys probably didn't play yeah. it during mornings. And this was their other one called Breathe. This one we played. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. All right, through fire. Okay. All right, and uh, the winners of the first official uh, heavy metal award on the Grammys, Jethro Tull. Still alive. I can't even pronounce the name of this. Jinnagapa. You're doing great. Yeah. Jinnagapa. Or rock flute. Jinnagapa. Oh, not enough rock flute. I see you, little girl. Yeah, it's like the Renaissance Festival. Follow up to pedophilia from <laughs> yeah. Aqualung. Remember that little girl I raped in the 70s? She's 45 now. All right, we got it. Yeah, I don't see that improving. They're adding more flute? There's no lyrics. It's all flirt. flute. Here we go. Here we go. about Jethro Tull always wants me to like, make me clear the elementary school. Hey, Aqualung. That's playing during lockdowns. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's when you know there's trouble at the school is when Tull starts playing. Oh, kids get under your desks. Uh, not ass up. Not ass up. The Mars Volta. And another one I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce. Who, who can speak Spanish here? Because that's... Okay. Dias de mal... What is that? Maldiga ni Corazon. I well, know, you like, can't Corazon's have, hard. Yeah, but. you can't have a Spanish written song without the word Corazon in it. Yeah. It's a requirement. They say Corazon in every song. Oh, they're doing it in Spanish. Nice. That's Katie Hobbs. Which <laughs> <laughs> 
una mujer? Y... Where's the lasers? Katie Hobbs? Mi Juan comes manzanitas. I'm learning. I'm on Unalinga. Yeah, prepare yourself for this. This is a predatory void. This is struggling. All right. And this is predatory void. Whoa. Broke a mirror. They dug up Freddie Mercury and shaved his head. That's a woman. Una mujer. <laughs> it's Freddie Day Lewis. Yeah. It kind of does have that, uh, yeah. The, there will be blood. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Bastard in a basket. I can't believe that's a woman. Yeah, that's a chick screaming. It's either that or it's the German fighter from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Oh, my Lord, that is a lady. Well, I wouldn't say lady. Yeah. I identify her as female. I'm not so sure. I'm right there. She pulls out just enough to win. <laughs> like what you did there, Brett. <laughs> She's sort of pretty, too, which is really throwing me off. To be monotone metal, is that a genre? I don't think you have any other options. a lot of dynamics in this. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh man, those guys are still around. Scares me. No, it's a live live album. Oh, we okay. can do that. It, uh, Husker Du's got a live album. This is Tonight Longhorn. Uh, do you remember? Still never got it. I don't hate him, but I never got the whole thing with them. I mean, it's it's okay. This is like your genre, right? Yeah, and I just. I think if I was at a bar, I'd have a blast with Husker Du. I don't really need to listen to him. Like, Dead Girl's a huge fan. I mean, he had him on the Wasting Light album. Yep. Well, they're huge, man. I mean, yeah. there's the people that love them, love them. Yeah, I don't hate them. I just hey. never really, you know. Uh, the Pumpkins. New album hitting one? stores. Uh, this is Empires, is the name of this track. The world's still a fan. I thought they just put one out. I thought they did, too. Uh, last couple records, that LG one was great. No hits on it, but the, the songs were great. Is Tommy Lee drumming on one of the songs. Oh, They're covering Queen track. Fester. Yeah, what you do with the makeup? Empire, your help is on the way. <laughs> In bonfire slash, circuit breaks and change. Empire, empire, no, you needn't worry. Hey. He's even got the Uncle Fester jacket. Empire, He's dressed exactly like Uncle Fester, including makeup and the coat. I bet he's got Bud Light on his tour rider. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Brett hates the pumpkins. No, no, I do like the pumpkins, but after a while, his voice just grades on me. All right, and now it's time for N-word or F-word. We're going to start off with uh, Above the Law. This is Black Superman. Oh, this is hardcore, friendly N-word. He's going to be talking about himself. 
I've won again, so I'm going to go first. Who's next? Go ahead, Brady. Black Superman. I'll go this dude's angry N word. Really? Right. He's just going to be talking all about what what a powerful N word he I'm is. I'm going to go just simple F word. All right, here we go. Black Superman by uh, above the law. Above the law. Here we go. Up in the deuce. He gives me the scoop about the fake ass troops and how niggas out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it friendly. Derogatory. Oh, you think? Uh, he gives yeah. me the truth about N words out, out there. there. You, know. you want to replay it? My boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah you got go, enough yeah. time well, on that? Uh, plenty plenty good. We okay. got the check right, markers we back. We're okay. all right. I think. Determining now his intent. The judges. <laughs> intent is a big deal in the courtroom. I hit the loop juice. Pulls up in the deuce. He gives me the scoop about the fake ass troops and how niggas up. Yeah, all right. I think that's friendly. No, oh, he gives me yeah. the oh, He's talking about truce. fake ass truce. Fake yeah. ass truce. Yeah. I, I'm truce hearing or troops. He's, he's ripping on. I think he's true. But I think he's. I think he's. <laughs> I, in this song. Hear me out. Uh oh. Here we go. <laughs> I think he's, here we go. I think he's transitioning from the fake ass troops to his n words. I thought it was truths. Truths. Oh, truths. Yeah. We're too white truths. for the game. Truths. <laughs> truths. Truths. We're too white for the it game. It was true. Winston, call me real quick. Help out. <laughs> yeah, well, he's our official judge. Yeah. Winston's, I told you that. Winston's told me, he goes, you got to listen to Mystical and that Jeep of yours. And I start listening, and I'm like, oh, my. Like every streetlight, I'm the worst white guy on the planet. I'm giving that one to Brady. I'm sorry. All right. The judges have spoken. I, I'll put in a formal protest in paper later. I, I think we have to listen the off The truth will come out. The troops, the truth, or the truce. Truths. The Jews, truths. Jews. Well, no, not the I, Jews. I thought the Jews wow, said. I was like, geez, where are they getting involved? <laughs> well, they were, they produced the record. <laughs> well, that's true. That was distribution is where they got involved. All right, out today, uh, your new releases streaming of video games. The video, first video game I have is God of Rock. It is a uh, uh, rhythm-based fighter where attacks charged by a musical rhythm combine with traditional fighting game mechanics and a, and a set list for everyone to enjoy. Oh, it's rock band. It's fighting, stuff apparently. With fighting. So every note you get right is a punch yep. thrown. Yep. Oh, my Lord. Look at that speed. Oh, this, no way. I'll be so good oh, at I'm going to have a seizure watching somebody play it. What's this called? Rock. Uh, God of Rock. God of Rock. They should do Kid of Rock, and he just throws beer cans at <laughs> All right, so that's God of Rock. The big release today, however, is Dead Island 2. This is a sequel to... I think this game's about 10 years old. I'm guessing Dead Island 1. Right. Good job. Thank you. Uh, watch... No, oh, my lord. Man. Oh, f wins that one. Sorry. That's right. Uh, that was watch... an angry f yeah, too. Yeah, it was. Watch the brutal, bloody launch trailer for uh, Dead Island 2 and get ready to slay zombies in hell when the game launches today. Isn't that just hell residents? Would they be zombies if they're in hell? They're, they're not reborn. I suppose it's however you kind of look I at suppose. it. Uh, on HBO... Soon to be just Max. Uh, Barry, season four. Yeah. I got to get into this again. I watched season one. I liked it. And I just didn't follow up. And- All right. So I'll try not to give you any spoilers here. But in the final uh, season He's a killer. of the dark hitman dramedy, uh, finds Barry in prison after a grand betrayal. You're irredeemable. He, re- he, he betrays the Fonz. And, the, and uh, Milton from Office Space, as I understand. Killed my acting teacher's Spoiler. boyfriend. I think I might be in a lot of trouble. 
Yeah, I need to get in this. I, I love Bill Hader. I think he's it, great. Yeah. And I watched I like the season guy who one. plays the bald Russian. Oh, yeah. There's some great characters, too, like the side people that pop in and out. But nothing better than Steven Root. Like, his yeah. character is incredibly good. Uh, Miss Davis on Peacock. Mrs. This is Mrs. Davis. She's Sorry. been married since the last. Um, she's a nun, so how is it Mrs. Davis? That's, Maybe she's that's not the alive. twist in the Peacock. All right. Miss Davis is the one of the most anticipated new shows of the year. My uh, debatable. Not by me. <laughs> a nun, Sister Simone, goes to war with an artificial intelligence system called Mrs. Davis. Oh. And an equally killer cast. Probably. You are the only All shrouded in mystery, but what details we do uh, have absolutely rule. You must know. Influences ranging from the sound of music to Black Mirror's San Junipero to Pokemon Go. So we sent a nun into AI to fight it? Apparently. Because if, if the religions don't fight it, it will become its own god. I see what they she wants you to. They will create the creator. Then I better get going. Badass nuns, nothing hotter. Wiley? What is that on your face? What, my stash? The lot's changed. Oh, a cowboy and a nun. It's like the village people. The resistance. A wrestler, a cowboy and a nun? What am I looking at here? Yeah, of so Sam Elliott's son, this is the best show that's ever been done. No one calls Facebook, dog. This is what it does. Everyone you meet is only trying to push you into doing what it wants. It's just a matter of time before... Right, this looks interesting, and I uh, I must say that I have high expectations that there'll be a non-sex scene. Do any of us have Peacock? I do. I do. I think we might. I'm not sure. I don't even know. We got so many streaming services. Yeah, it's down the line. Yeah. I know that. I have to search for it. Uh, Carrie Russell's back in The Diplomat on Netflix. How's her hair? In the midst of an international crisis, a career diplomat lands a high-profile job she's in, uh, unsuited for. With tectonic implications for her marriage and her political future. The president is sending you to stop a war before it starts. Not butter a crumpet. Welcome to London, Ambassador Wilder. Tell me how. I'm the ambassador's wife. What? My husband. I don't think I. I don't think it makes sense. <laughs> Bad joke. Poorly yeah. delivered. I'm the ambassador's wife. Uh, Dead Ringers is on Prime Video. Modern take on David Cronenberg's 1988 thriller starring Jeremy Irons. Dead Ringers stars Rachel Weisz playing the double lead roles of Elliot and Beverly Mantle twins who share everything. Drugs, lovers, and unapologetic desire to do whatever it takes, including pushing the boundaries of medical ethics. So I get two times the amount of her? What's her name again? Rachel Weisz. I love her. So there's two Rachel Weisses in this show? Yep. Vomit-inducing idealism translate into dollars. I do my job to help people. Baby sister, who are so deliciously perfect. I've had an odd, because she looks girl next door-ish, feeling like I could get Rachel Weisz. And then I looked at she's married to Daniel Craig, and like, no. (laughs) I, I would have lost the battle. You want me to grow you a baby out of nothing? The Bring baby? it on. Let's do the research. Let's make anything happen. I don't know what this is about, but Rachel Weiss twice. I'm in. Baby. And she's married to James Bond. Yeah, yeah she's got Daniel Craig. Which, you know, you just like shake his hand and go, you, of course you won this. I don't Congrats. Know why. I don't even know why I threw my hat in the ring here. I didn't know you were in the game. All right, boys, it's over. Netflix has done it. How to get rich. It's like me getting into a contest saying, hey, Usher, you want to have a dance off? <laughs> <laughs> you could do that. Yeah, maybe. we're an idiot, though. How to get rich on Netflix? So just pack it up. No, no need to work your job oh, anymore. It's a, it's a how-to. Yep. And I teach people how to live their rich life. I don't know how to start. My philosophy is to spend extravagantly on the things you love, 
but cut costs mercilessly on the things you don't. Oh, wait, hold on now. I never really learned about money. I'm paying for it now. You can't get a rich life without taking control of your money. You have a checking account for your dog and not a retirement account. You don't need to call me out like that, even though that's why you're here. Oh, it's just making fun oh, of gay, sensitive people. Rich about gays, not being, well, They'll get rich eventually. They're gay. They'll marry into it. <laughs> double uh, income. And Netflix, the longest third date. When Matt and Connie match on Hinge, sparks fly so much so that they spontaneously fly to Costa Rica for their third date. Terrible. And get stuck as the world shuts down in March of 2020. Oh, no kidding. Matt and I met on the dating app Hinge. Their third date, they got trapped in another country. Third date, they decided to fly to Costa Rica. Every image was so different. Eventually, it was, oh, you're a match. Yes, we're just going to go on a date now. We clicked. Second date night, we're going to drink beers and throw axes. Cool. And then it went from zero to real quick. Third date, that's a setup. Costa Rica. Look at that. You only the March 17th. They knew it was coming if it was March 17th. It's at the early stages of the coronavirus. At the hotel, they were like, we're shutting down. You have to leave. Are the flights canceled? Guess we're stuck here. So I'm out today. The flight that I had is not showing in my trips anymore. Yeah, available. So they just documented their time. Yeah. Are they married now? They, if they're not, then it's a huge disappointment. They're business partners. They move in together. That's very true. What are we going to do? Okay, enough's enough. It's not fun anymore. I just want to go home. We're running out of new things to talk about. There's definitely points of pressures and things going on where you know, one of us are feeling oh, overwhelmed. Well, wanted that dynamic to change, so... I had to switch up the approach. So they brought a camera crew with them, though? <laughs> right. Being with Matt, he was someone who take charge of plans. Actually, it looks like they really filmed it. Them jumping off the, the That's a GoPro. Thinking, That's a GoPro. What if we didn't get back and we end up going our separate ways and it was over? No one's bringing it up, so we're not going to talk about it until we have to. Did you jump off of this? Yeah. <laughs> Does he nail her or not? Tell me he knocked her up or something. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Something good had to happen, right? You don't go on a third date out of country unless you've already given up your beans. Right. Uh, How about this? Season three of Indian matchmaking on Netflix. I thought they already, I thought the parents did that. Please help. Matchmaking is a job that will never be finished. Hi, we are just busy, busy, busy. They just assign babies. No matter where in the world you are, <laughs> that's mine. She arranges them. They, they're all arranged marriages. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, but wait, I thought babies were. He loves the swag. If you want to know swag means what? Like he's okay. a very good beatboxer. Great. Great. I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> choose this person, but I also never use matchmaker before either. My mom so it's Indians trying to set them like have a prearranged marriage. On TV instead of their parents. So their parents failed them, so they're doing it 20 years later. Right. All right, that's all I got. In the UK. (laughs) Yeah, that's time. We got to get going. All right, there you go. Well, there you go. Those are your hot releases. Brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ. Uh, Some decent stuff out there today. Some interesting things for sure. There you go. Those are your releases. It's out of control now. What's happened to us? Uh, Happy birthday once again to our friend Doug Hopkins. Very proud of Doug today uh, for living this long, uh, despite that body. Despite that body of his, nobody would have ever guessed that Doug would have made it this far. What's the fan duel on next year? Oh, well, look, it's day to day. It's uh, (laughs) air is alcohol, and it's we're just going day to day. Just keep breathing, Doug. No, he's a blast. Doug's a good dude. Uh, I'm happy to be uh, friends with him, and uh, we'll hang out tonight. But So happy birthday to my buddy, Doug Hopkins, 
uh, today. And thanks for all he's doing for us with this Doug Hopkins giveaway, which is pretty cool, too. You know, he pays me a lot to be his friend, and I, I, really, I really do appreciate that. A good friend. Uh, also, you know, I say the entertainment drill is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. I was there yesterday with the guys, and uh, boy, Brett, you got to come to this gun thing. We were doing something yesterday. You know what was nuts? Uh, there was a drill where um, someone's going to try to steal the gun, like if you're a concealed carry. Yeah. I lost that gun so many times just in general conversation. And and you're one of the you, and there's just little tricks, things I was doing wrong. Like and you always said you carried behind. I you. used to, not anymore, Nine, because we went to that. Right. And I'm like, yeah. why would you do that? Uh, the, Tony's son is named Sonny, has the fastest, quickest grip ever. And Tony's son was getting to that. Like, there's moves to do it. Like, if somebody tries to grab your gun, that you you know, once you get your hands on it, you weigh it down, you do your do the moves to get out of there. Somebody's trying to steal it. But if you're just standing at a bar and somebody goes yoink. And Sonny's line was, thanks for the free gun. And it would disappear. I'm like, God damn it, Sonny, I'm in the middle of something. And it's usually when you're distracted by something else. So we set up these scenarios. They're going to do this gun seminar on Friday night. And it's sold out. But they'll do more this year. And it was amazing. Because even after all this training and stuff, my first reaction was, chase it. Which is insane. That's my gun. That's my gun. Some, it's like a wallet. So your first natural, even after all the training, don't chase it, don't chase it, don't chase it. Don't. My first reaction was, chase it. That belongs to you. Instead of just what you should do is go, cool, enjoy the free gun. Uh, you know, if he's far enough away and he's got, you, you got nothing. And it's so eye-opening to so many people that feel like, oh, I walk around with a gun on my hip, I got higher power. No, you don't. You have to, like, take responsibility for that in huge ways. Retention on the on the holster is wildly important. And I'm learning all this stuff as we go, and they're going to do this thing Friday night. It's so incredible. Their seminars are amazing. They had a couple more coming up in July. Uh, women have a uh, women's only self-defense seminar in Chandler. Uh, that's uh, July 28th, right around my birthday, ladies. Uh, August 18th, they've got the Active Shooter Self-Defense Seminar as well, and that one is an eye-opener also. Everything they do down there is great. And uh, our listener, Melissa, who emailed yesterday, she's actually gotten about nine ladies involved in the seminar that's coming up because she's spreading the word as fast as she can as well. Just become a better version of you, a sheepdog, not a sheep. It's I tell you all the time, you, 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 you just don't know until you try it. You think you know something, go give it a try and then go, wow, this is awesome. And it just makes you better at, at things you may already know. It sharpens the tools. Uh, reactdefense.com, that's where you go. Brady, entertain me. When King Charles is crowned on May 6th, it'll be, the, it'll be only the second televised coronation in UK history. The last one, 70 freaking years yeah, ago. Yeah, because the Queen 1953. She was hogging QE2, that. got it. Um, there's some... It's pretty amazing stuff. The coronation is more of a religious ceremony that dates back to 1154. Man. He already became king right when she passed away. This is just basically the ceremonial part. Right. This is the big celebration. The Archbishop of Canterbury will anoint him with oil from the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem. It'll be poured from an ampulla. It's a 17th century golden vessel shaped like an eagle. Uh, and the coronation spoon, which comes from the crown jewels. Oh, the stolen crown jewels. Uh, We're probably going to see three coronations in our lifetime. Potentially. Yeah, we'll see yeah. him. You think and Chucky's going to last too long? <laughs> Chucky's going to be Chucky's there. Chucky's wife, uh, Queen Consort Camilla, will also be crowned. She gets a ring and two scepters of her own. Um, they'll head back Neat. to Buckingham Palace in Man. the Gold State Coach which was used for every coronation since King William IV. It's 
1831. Scepters are cool. Charles Grandstone. Scepter. Like where it's necessary. I heard, you know, some of them are pretty heavy too, and you have to. Sure. The legit ones are. That's some party city scepter. I want a real. Like you can't have the job, you got to hold the scepter. Charles Bro, Prince Andrew will be there, but he won't have an official role, you know, because he's kind of creepy. He's a dick. <laughs> His ex-wife Sarah Ferguson, All right? The original Fergie, well, was not invited. Wait, that's Andrew's wife. Yeah, Andrew's, Andrew's wife. the one who was fiddling kids down in. Yeah, yeah, he was with uh, what, yeah. yeah, yeah. So his, his wife Fergie, His ex-wife, who drove him to children. Yeah, she's going to be able to stare at it, but not together. Not invited. Oh, she can't come. Okay. Yeah. Then the uh, Sunday is the big coronation concert at Windsor, Windsor Castle. With Lionel Richie and Katie Lionel, Perry. Lionel, Katy Perry. The American Idol Andre crew. Bocelli. The <laughs> British boy band Take That without Robbie Williams. No, oh, well, who wants to do that? And if you want to jam uh, beforehand, there's an official coronation celebration playlist on Spotify. It includes yeah, everything from Queen, the Beatles, the Who. People that you Sharon. wish were there. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Romano got a stint oh, to deal with a 90% blockage. My, my heart stopped. I don't know what to do. He said his doctor started telling him 20 years ago that he should go on medication for his cholesterol, but he always tried to manage it himself by eating right. Didn't work. Didn't work. He says if I could go back. I, I also read some right. of the article where he said I would eat right for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'd go, go a couple ticks down and then I'll go right back to yeah. it. I'm glad though. Ray Romano was a. He's got that movie coming out too, so this is good press to have almost a heart attack. Finally, cadaver dogs will soon comb Tiger King's Carol Baskin's former Florida animal sanctuary. All a right. A well-respected private investigator doubles down in his attempts to solve her husband's mysterious. He's in there. 1997 disappearance. Ooh. They're going to comb the entire place. Can I, like she's still in the place? No. Well, maybe. I don't know, Chev. That one guy got hold of the other. Wouldn't all the other animals smell dead bodies and dig them up? You would think. Jim Rathman, a former Secret Service agent and homicide detective, has been working the case for years and is now planning on bringing cadaver dogs onto the property. I don't get it. Like, wouldn't a lion smell that? Like, start rooting around? Um, you got a dead body in there. Wouldn't they well, be like, they, all right, I'm going to eat this. They're not eating the bones. Yeah, but it, all right. So it would have to be bleached down to bones. Then the dogs, I guess. Well, how many Whether years or not they can. I mean, yeah. Still, though, initially, wouldn't yeah, something I mean, around there have dug that up? There's like animals everywhere. If she did, she did it. Piece them and cool. You know, fed them in different servings in the different cages. See, that's the other thing. Why would you bury the body when you got all those animals to just eat? Well, that's when you're in Florida animals. too. I mean, you got the Everglades, and you got swamps. swamps yeah. you, Ask I mean, an Italian, like he's the I options mean, are endless. I mean, I heard, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it, you, you got know. lions, you got tigers, and you got swamps. There's what an we, ocean out there. I mean, what are we digging holes yeah. for? Pythons. Yeah, right, right. What are we digging holes for? She didn't bury anything. She was like, "All right, take your cadaver dogs everywhere. Good luck." It's but like when they keep they trying find, to find Hoffa. But if they digging. find anything else too that was buried, whether it's you know, because he disappeared. It was a plane wreck. Or no, they, she said that he just flew away and never came anything. back. Yeah. Eh, but that doesn't prove cadaver. Just proves she buried his stuff. 
You just claim I was heartbroken. I couldn't look at it. And I didn't know what else to do, so I buried it. And I'm like, yeah, she's crazy. She did it, but we, we don't have a body. They find him buried in that van that he drove off. That'd be great. I wish he'd just pop up. That and Shelly Miscavige. We got to find that one too, because that that mystery is just nobody cares. Which one was that one? The wife of David Miscavige, the guy from uh, Scientology. She's oh gone. yeah, that's right. Nobody cares. Don't ask. Nobody cares. Yeah. They just love Top Gun. Oh, Tom Cruise is great. They're like, where's your leader's wife? Man, Top Gun Maverick was great, <laughs> I guess. Uh, that's it. Uh, Shan Man is out in the boot, and he is going to take over for Larry today. Larry's out of town. So we got Shan Man here uh, running the ship for you, and we've got uh, U-Fest. I said ship, <laughs> <laughs> although that would have been a real nice slip. You got Shan Man running this shit for a little while. Let's just get to it. Shan Man's going to take care of U-Fest tickets, uh, Guns and Roses. I think he's got Foo. Uh, you got to just tap him for what he's worth, and we'll see what he's got. We're done. You guys have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning. Sickness. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.